It's like the illest posse cup right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Zeus, Don One, Wu Boy, Quill, The Gift, and yours truly, Fred Nuts. I'm one in a million with a million dollar flow Fred DiBiase got the power in the dough If it's a problem, let me know where I suggest you let it go Cause it ain't worth the problems that'll be knocking at your door Homie, please don't make me hurt you Disrespect the boss, ain't can treat it like Virgil Cause when I write raps, it's beyond your price tag He's a waste of me Oh, my brothers, I cannot testify But I'm gonna try Welcome to Around the Block with this raspy voice named Mike Knox. And the laughter with you here to my left is from my, my right-hand man, brother. It's my radio brother because his voice is completely gone. But welcome to Around the Block, y'all. And as you can hear, what a WrestleMania I had. If you're with me, throw the ones up because you already know what it's about. We're in the building. We control the building. We can control the narrative, whatever you want to say. What a weekend. We're going to discuss winners, losers, fallout. What's next tonight? This is your unpopular review, full review result video. And as always, I am your host, Mike Knox. And I spell my name with three X's because I'm hardcore enough to sound like this and still come on air. And join me, as I said, always to my right. My right-hand man, although he's over here on my left-hand side. That man right there, the Z, is silent. What's going on, Dice? What's going on? Happy WrestleMania, post-WrestleMania, by the way. Like, right now, you sounded like a cross between Sandman and Victor Von Doom right now. I, I, <laughs> I take it. What up, everybody? It's your boy, the Z, is silent, a.k.a. the almighty die man. A.K.A. The Apprentice of Thanos, A.K.A. Mr. I'm Right, Mr. You're Wrong, and I don't give a damn what you think about it, A.K.A. Mr. I will lead the charge to say fuck Dave Meltzer, which I told him last night, fuck Dave Meltzer on the Twitter, A.K.A. Big Champ in the Chat, A.K.A. Yo Mama's Favorite Daddy. And as always, we have the executive consultant. What's going on? Muted as always. <laughs> oh, you know what? I mute myself so I don't interrupt all the AKAs that are coming out. It's like a sorority out here every single Monday. But I, I will tell you that I am definitely ready to talk about what we experienced at WrestleMania. It was a great time. That's the reason why Mike Knox up there. Losing his voice. A lot of people, a lot of us lost a voice. I, unfortunately, did not. But that's because I was always holding uh, back my allergies. So, you know. But I had a great time. We're going to talk about it right here today. Round of blocks. You know what? That's funny because you did. And I wonder if you didn't, what would happen? Because you can hear me. You know, it's funny. I showed my wife the one video that uh, Bad Guy Jack, the Bad Guy Jack, and the whole entire crew that went with us. And she saw the Triple H video. I tell you, at that point, when Triple H came out, my voice is already gone. I mean, we barely had it from night one. Myself, Steven from UPR. I believe there's a post-Raw show tonight for a Raw After Mania show. Let's see how he sounds. He's probably going to sound just as raspy as I do. I was kind of hoping, though, Dice, I was going for a little, ha, ha, ha. You know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't got a little Jadakin in my voice. No, nah, you nah, you passed that boy. Damn. You, you sound worse. You sound worse than Jada, man. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm excited for today. 
I'm excited for today's show. I'm excited for Raw. We are officially in a new season of mm-hmm. WWE. And for that, I had to bring out the big guy, the Terra Mena. I had All to right. bring out the Terra Mena in hopes, just as hopes, that we get what we want. I mean, some uh, Maker's Mark wife picked me up with the Maker's Mark already, poured it in my flask. And I guarantee the Maker's Mark, she bought me that when that whole flask that gives us, listen, see all that right there, Chris? You see all that? Uh, I paid $34 for about this much of that at the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys Stadium. And let me just say this as a diehard Eagles fan, as I told people how I would come through the building. Now, Dice, you've known me for years. Chris heard it repeatedly too much. He said, God damn it, shut up. All I wanted was two things in Texas. I want to fucking stand on every fucking star I saw. But your city sucks so fucking bad. You don't even got stars. You would think you're going to Dallas, Texas, even inside their stadium. I'm going to see Dallas Cowboys stars everywhere. No, you know why I don't see Dallas Cowboys stars anywhere? Because Dallas as a city is fucking horrible. I'm a taco fanatic. You think you're close to Mexico? You can get a good goddamn taco. Not just day one, not just day two, not just day three. They're going to burst pork. Everybody. Oh, those are the best tacos in the city. Oh, those are the best tacos in the city. <laughs> they fucking gave me pot roast for my tacos. They give you no cheese and no pico de gallo. It's a fucking taco. Then I speak to other locals. And they go, oh, that's because you're in Texas. That's because you're in Dallas. That's not like that in Houston. It's not like that in Austin. It's just Dallas. It shit does suck. And I said, oh, shit, Houston hates Dallas. I knew they had a little rivalry, but I didn't know it was that damn bad. Like, they blamed the entire food-sucking process on Dallas. Okay? Fucking horrible. Uh, Executive Salton, do me a favor, please. Can you get to some of the chats for me and just bring them up and talk them real fast? Before I, I will definitely do that because I will say one thing, Mike is, I mean, he's very stubborn. I mean, he, he's a stubborn guy, uh, which is always going to be an ongoing joke that he learns. Stop. <laughs> he's a stubborn guy. So, hey, if the answer to, hey, I'm losing my voice is to talk and shout even more. That's the answer to it. I, I, I don't understand. It. All right. Let's get into some of these chats. What's up, everyone? George Samuel Lewis. Dennis Gonzalez, brother man, brother man. What a motherfucking weekend. Charmaine Marie says, Mike, drink tea with honey and lemon. Hopefully you are doing that, Mr. Knox. I'm happy that Sasha Banks and Naomi won the tag, Women's Tag Team Championship. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Lost your voice, too. Not same here. Not from Michael Smith. Michael Grant, however, says, damn, homie, WrestleMania, mash you up good and proper. That's what happens with Charlotte, Bianca, Sasha, and Naomi win. I'm glad you guys had fun. We had fun too. Happy post WrestleMania Monday. I'm glad you guys had a great time. I'm glad you all enjoyed us having a great time. Mr. Mike Knox, as well as myself, Patrick Full Nelson, Bad Guy Jack, Mr. Black uh, Outfit. We all had a great time there. Hold on, Damn. Don't you forget the worst co pilot ever. What's up, Anthony? I did, Mr. Black Outfit. Okay. You made Jada Kiss sound like Prince for Alessetto. Uh, I wasn't talking about why well, I say black. I'm not talking about the technician. Cody Rose will be on Raw tonight, and I can't wait. Hey, gentlemen. Hi, Chris. Loves uh, hugs and kisses. Drink tea. Me and Mike's uh, voice is the same. Like, Luka Donick is a star for the Dallas Mavericks. Ha, 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 for phenomenal bad chases. <laughs> LMAO. Why are you in it? Why are you NKT drinking hot tea? This is the torches. I feel bad for your poor voice, and I'm happy that Roman run. Uh, one, that's what we're talking about here with the chat. Keep the chats coming, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you doing all that. And I'm going to talk a little bit more than I usually do simply because, Mike, rest your freaking voice. You work at a call center. 
right? I think that comes kind of goes to the territory. That's all. I have the majority Before, of the matches up there. I don't have any of the post things up there. I'll be honest with you guys. I love you guys for sticking through. I came home. I unpacked. I gave the kids their um, souvenirs. And I had my wife go give me some real tacos from Don Julio. Shout out to Don Julio's. You know, I should have black name some tacos the best way. Okay. And here it is. Y'all think I'm bullshit. I got to do this story. It's a fucking great. It's a goddamn rant. My I asked for so I asked for, yeah, there it is. Mike is I asked for beef or steak taco. No, no, no sir. It's, it's beef. <laughs> I DJ their food. DJ, this doesn't count your one walk off. So many DJs. That's how I looked at their food. 294 for cheese on the taco is supposed to come with fucking cheese. Okay, but that's enough of that. Let's talk about before in my before opinion. We, before we get it. Before we get yeah, into that, yes, before yes, we get sir. into that, because I know this show is strictly mania purposes, but if you are a pro wrestling fan, this was your four days of pure action. No matter what your preference of pro wrestling is, there was something for everybody. I just wanted Tony Storm debuted. That was okay. That was nice, but eh, it was kind of underwhelming. I thought it should have been Deanna Perrazzo. Um, the Briscoes had really good matches. They had four really good matches over the weekend. Uh, even even Impact's multiverses of matches was actually really fucking good. Samoa Joe shows up in Ring of Honor and eh, doesn't really move the needle, but he's home where he needs he, he wants to be and he needs to be. So that's fine. He's going to show up on AEW. Uh, I just got a blind tag that and and shout out to a former co-host. Right, I like to think we're still brothers for life, even though we don't agree nowhere near on the same spectrum. But I know he got thick skin, so I I can do this because if we're brothers, you can do this, right? Hey, Spot Face McLean from Yup Wrestling Group, I love you, but you're a fucking moron. Okay, if I could zoom the camera in on my face, which I think I was taught last week, you're a fucking moron. I'm just gonna say that. Okay, anybody. Anybody who thought that what we saw over the weekend was not good shit, do me a favor and just go take an enema and get the thumb, the stick, the whatever out of your ass. And I get I'm biased, but if you've watched me for 14 years and Dice, you hear me tell us all the time, I don't know how it came off on TV. I will say this to the day I die. WrestleMania ain't for your ass at home. Although it should be because you're paying for it or whatever it is you watch it, you watch it on the cock. Listen, we were in Texas. It was so funny. They were actually... Sign, you know, not signs on commercials, pay-per-view. What a fucking last time you've seen pay-per-view. <laughs> Something blew my mind. But let's get to it. And let's I, I think we should start really last last thing. Last thing I just yeah. want to say. I think that I that the tag. new the new sorry, the new NXT women's championship, I think it's beautiful. I think it matches the, the personality of the brand that they're trying to do. I love the little accents on it of the color to to complement the logo. I thought it was great. And standard deliver was amazing as well. So I, it, you, there wasn't any sort of wrestling that a wrestling fan could not have been happy with. Top to bottom, overall, I thought Mania was great. I'm glad you not said good. that. It, you it, you, you it, normally it, are a fucking it, hater sometimes. So keep it, it it exceeded my expectations. Even the stuff that I wasn't too keen on, mm-hmm. I still mm-hmm. enjoyed watching every single thing. Mm-hmm. Every single thing. Let's get into it. And uh, that's how I actually want to start before we get into the matches themselves. All right. I believe that's how we normally do it here. I'm fucked up. So help me out, guys. And I apologize. Overall, I really thought 
That's how, that's where I was going with it too. Mainly it's for those who are in the building. It really is. And Chris asked me, Chris. I mean, we got to see, we got to see really, really on, dope me, graphics. You know, I can't fucking. We got talk. to see really dope graphics that y'all don't get to see there, or do I you? That. I don't know. I heard that. No, that was some can't. really dope graphics. No, you can't see that shit. Not at all. Um, again, Chris doesn't agree. I asked Bad Guy Jack, who was his first mania. You know, still what he felt about this. Said, "Me, this is the best WrestleMania of all time." And not just my experience. I need people to understand. Once in a lifetime for me. I told him my wife, Chris, you know, LA next year. And you know how we did what we did. And she said, we could do it with the kids. I said, I don't know if I would do that with my kids. <laughs> She's like, why? They're your kids. They already know what the fucking deal is. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, I don't know. You know, I'm, <laughs> I may not do that. But Mania is, it, it was my favorite WrestleMania of all time. It could be the experience of the weekend. And it, and it goes like that. I think Michael, no, Grandbody P said it in the chat. Every single wrestler I wanted to win won. So you know how like wrestling fans we typically don't like a match because oh that person shouldn't have won or oh this person shouldn't have won. We try to we try to book it. I I didn't book it that way. We have our little group where we have our predictions. I, we all know I wanted Roman to win. I didn't think he was. Okay, we all know how I feel about <laughs> Charlotte Fair. Oh my God. It's still the greatest women's wrestler. Of all time. I can't wait to get into that match. You know, not oh, nothing, I can't wait to get into that match. This, this is a thing where Brock Lesnar does a suplex on somebody outside some jabroni and he gets up and he goes, ah, you know, and that's exactly how you sound. Let's slide piercing. When it came out so piercing, I said, whoa, shut the fuck up. But I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Shut the fuck up. That's, that's where I agree. <laughs> I let's go ahead and, and start start it off so we can uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, get through. Okay, so uh, I'm going to jump around. I, I just really am. Do you okay. cut this? Um, it's your show. Okay. Right here. Winner takes. You gotta all. be kidding me. When you said jump around, we can't start right there. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa. He, he said he said he wanted to jump around. I thought he was gonna start with like Johnny. Uh, I, meant push, I meant to push. Okay. I meant to push. This. Right. I'm like, you went, you, 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 you I, I, didn't I jump, to, motherfucker. I meant, you, I meant you, to push ah. this one. I meant to push this one. I apologize. And yes. Here, and here's what I'm gonna start with. How this. do you say I meant to push something else? But when you hit the graph, you said winner takes all. Yeah, I know. I won't yeah. I, right, I told right. like Ron, I told them like Ron Burgundy. If the teleprompter says it, I'll say it. Okay. <laughs> so there it is. So this match was that match of the weekend. Was it match of the night? I'll tell you one thing I liked about it. First of all, AEW fans, eat a dick, eat a dick, eat a dick, dick, dick. Because this has absolutely nothing to do with Malachi Black and the Dark Order or anything else, you guys. House of Black, none of that shit. I said it in the arena when I seen it. Y'all know how I feel about uh, Damian Priest. That is the Brood 2.0. And if anybody tells me they copycatting off of them or any of the other factions that I named, I, oh, I'm sorry. Which one of those factions actually were built first? I would think it was the Brood. Okay. I love this match. Either the Brood or it's the uh, Ministry of Darkness. Oh, Ministry of Darkness, right either now. one. It right. has nothing to do Nothing. With House of Black. Absolutely. And honestly, I think it's actually, I thought about that, just didn't say it out loud. So I'm glad you said it. So I can't take the credit, but I, I piggyback off of it. Ministry of Darkness, because he has now elevated Edge. He's on the, you're coming out with the purple. And I'm not saying, please don't shit all over me for saying this. The Takerisms. Then we came out of the throne. Yeah. Fiery throne. Fiery throne. So I'm, I'm absolutely 
positively and again if you have any pictures anybody please send me because I, i'm not gonna look i'm not even bullshitting um i absolutely love this match and i love the ending i hate damian priest i've hated damian priest since i've seen him in the ring of honor being the elite show back in new orleans i hate the guy i've seen him walk out there and instantly being with edge instantly to me he was finally worthy of fucking being on my television not even bullshitting with you uh Z is silent. Those are two guys. Did this match live up to the hype? And Chris, anytime you want to comment, please just take the fuck over. <laughs> I said I said this earlier in that day that it was my belief that Edge and Styles would be match of the night similar to Edge. I mean, similar to Orton and Styles. Th- those are guys that you just... I, I let me know if there was a bad match that these guys have wrestled on a on a huge platform, and I will rest my case. However, I cannot because that match was great, and as and it's it's obviously not a it's not a one off because we have backlash, and obviously AJ is going to want his get back, and now you throw Damian Priest back into the fold because remember he got beat by AJ a couple weeks ago, so you add that element to it, so. This is just the beginning of this rivalry for them, and I thought it was amazing. The storytelling was great in it. The pace of it was really great. And my fuck you, Dave Meltzer, goes out to him because he was like, yo, yeah, the pyro, the pyro is what had AJ bleeding before he came out. Uh, No, he hit his head on the fucking star. He hit his head on the fucking star before he came out. It cut the side of his cheek. But Dave Meltzer think he know every fucking thing. I actually thought it was pyro. I didn't do that. I actually thought it was pyro. That did that. <laughs> so um I love that that came out when I saw it. I, lie, I looked at Chris. He was, he's always been a few rows down from me. And I said, I just spoke from up. He said, tell him, fuck him. And Mike Knox and I said it. I was like, I ain't even speaking about fucking today. But yeah, fuck it. I said it. Fuck you, Dave. <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. So, but we the, the match, the pyro. Way too much cloud on this show. Huh? Yeah, we do. We but that's like just way say fuck too much. It's like our only real excuse for being there to say fuck. We keep him relevant because of that, though. Uh, really? He's to yeah. me, he's because you say it, you it. say you two say it at least seven times a show. Yeah, well, got to. That, I'm, I'm, I got that's to. That's that's I'm in full agreement. I'm just telling you, we keep him relevant. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought that the Edge entrance it was very symbolic of him stepping down from his throne of omnipotence. Ooh, that's a big word. Ooh, I, I practice that all day, actually. I, I practice that all day. But I thought it was very symbolic of the character that he's having. Um, I was a little upset. AJ just came out there kind of, you know, eh, they don't want none. That's it. But Edge's entrance, he never disappoints at Mania. And I, they, I thought it was did great. the same thing to the Usos and a couple of people because, and that's what I said, you, when we were so close, I never had, I've never been to wrestling where I didn't have to look at the screen. I didn't have to look at the screen. And also being so close, you see the camera people right in their fucking face and you can't really, you know what I mean? So they cut its entrance because they went and did the flashback of the storyline, like right in the middle of, of AJ. But I still thought AJ's entrance were phenomenal. And we'll talk about it as well as far as the best entrances and everything in the weekend as well. Uh, well, she was in a lot of entrances. If I could piggyback off of, uh, I'm going to say something unpopular. I didn't think that was the best in the night. Um, I thought it was a little underwhelming. However, that's not I think it was a contender. Was not... We have four contenders. I thought it was well, okay. I, I definitely a contender, and I thought it was still good, right? It's just not my match tonight, but we'll talk about that actually after we talk about it. I probably will be my match tonight, but yeah. it, it was it was not as good as I thought it would be. But it's hard to live up that kind of hype 
Because I remember when AJ Styles was supposed to fight Shinsuke Nakamura, everybody was glad that was the biggest WrestleMania match of all time. Mm-hmm. The best one yeah. Of all time. And oh, I heard yeah. AJ Styles say two days before on a radio show, he said, I hate when people say that because there's no possibility we can live up to their expectations when you're going around saying that. True. Uh, but it was still a, a fantastic match. I loved it. I love the storytelling. Shout out to Damian Priest. I actually do like Damian Priest. Um, I like Mike, but that's fine. And I think this is going to elevate him to that level, as Mike said, to where he needs to be if he is actually going to get over. And now you have to understand they're going to have to interject Finn Balor into this feud. And having Finn Balor AJ Styles team up with all those bullet club references, I'm telling you right now, I say it every week. It's a good time to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, let's see. And I'm going to go off of that, and I'm going to piggyback um, on that because you go with that match of the night kind of a theme and stuff like that. And I'm going to go with what I thought – and oddly enough, we kind of think that it's a similar way. And I tried to hold my voices where you were talking about this in the airport. Um, to me and everybody, I think you actually asked this question to somebody when we're out there, you know, God damn, the cameras were everywhere. Everybody speaks about Bad Bunny. I take your Bad Bunny and I fucking raise you a Logan fucking ball. I will raise you a Logan fucking Paul. Here go a guy who I fucking loathe until I seen him in this ring. He's a natural. I thought. Conor McGregor would be a natural in WWE. I think Logan Paul's the natural. He, the, the, the Eddie Guerrero shoulder thing, the frog splash, the three amigos. He 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 wore the heel roll, took the heel roll, and ran with it. And I personally thought this was one of the match night contenders. I don't think you put it in the list, but I'm not going to debate I did that. Not. Um, um, whatsoever. Because well, what's the criteria? Is it going to be in the entertainment? Night night two entertainment factor. Okay, entertainment, entertainment wise. It, yes, this was right next to Stay Out Stone Cold and Kevin Owens. Despite how bad the match physically came across. Okay, to me, um, I absolutely love this match. The way they came out, and I hate, I hate that it's so fucking smart these days. You intelligent wrestling fans, you. As soon as I seen Dominic, I'm like, look at Eddie's fucking son. And then they, somebody, I think the wrestling classic put it up where they had him. Um, Right next to um, oh shit, right there <laughs> with the mullet and everything else. You know what I'm saying? With Eddie Guerrero, he had it from the Great American Bash outfit. Absolutely loved it. I love this match and the outcome, the double, the the the, the turn. Because again, we talked about this, which still remains true. A single superstar, uh, celebrity has not lost at WrestleMania. Okay. Um, yeah, so- but once again, I did point out that even though a celebrity did not uh, lose. Logan Paul was not the one to actually pick up the deciding pinfall, and I thought that was a statement to be made. But, I mean, I, I'm glad you talked about it. I mean, I, I said it. We talked about the airport briefly. I'll say it on air. Logan Paul, I, you want to say Bad Bunny. Somebody said Bad Bunny was better than Ray. Okay, you know what? He probably was, right? I think he trained a little bit longer than Logan Paul. He probably had more time to train at that time because he made sure he had a, booked his flight to Florida every single week. He was down in a car street, a performance center, just training, training, training. Logan Paul – had the presence, okay? So I'm going to make a reference, and I don't mean this to assault any company or anybody. Logan Paul's WWE, Bad Bunny's AEW. What I mean by that is that Logan Paul had a complete package as far as a sports entertainment figure. Bad Bunny came out, and I can tell he was a fan that trained and did a phenomenal job. Shout out to Bad Bunny. But Logan Paul looked every bit the WWE superstar in size. that ring. Size. He had the size, the look, the physical ability. He had the look. He had Mike skills, even though he didn't say anything. He was telling a story where he was doing it. Yes. He had everything. And the way he worked that crowd, as a non-professional wrestler, the way he worked that crowd in Dallas, Texas, I don't see too many people in WWE do that now coming straight from NXT. He said, I know y'all booing me. I hear you booing me. This is what I'm going to do for you. Give me some three amigos. Let me go up there. Let me do it. And everybody who fights Raymond Steele does it. Let's just be mm-hmm. real. Everybody yeah. does this. 
But the yeah. fact that this motherfucker did it, right? Oh my god! And that crowd, but those people, Z, speak on it. Watching that, watching that at home. Now I'm sitting. I'm thinking, like, honestly, awesome. I have a respect. I have a respect for Logan Paul because he's able to do. Like in this time that we have social media is heavy. He's able to create something from nothing and made himself a star. He's made himself a big name. He's made himself somebody who is synonymous with being a personality and a a, a higher salt personality. So therefore, like I'm I'm all I'm all for that. I didn't give him a chance in hell to look good, but when I saw his tweet out of his gear, I said, okay. You know what? I might I, I might need to take this a little bit. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna back off a little bit and just watch it for what it is. And once I watched it for what it was, obviously he has definitely been taking what Miz was training him in mm-hmm. and took it and applied it. Mm-hmm. it. It literally was like watching a mini Miz because that's he was it, going that's why the hill turn looked so good or whatever the fuck it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, it so good. It turned on the, the top rope, the top rope, the frog splash was. Uh, I, when I saw him do that, I said, "Ray's gonna move, and he's gonna look stupid." And Ray <laughs> took did. it, yeah, and it looked good. He had height on it. He extended it. Like I was like, okay, at this point, I got to give it up. I'm no longer. I'm no longer Anybody bashing. Who tries the stuff you have to me. I think you give credit to. You know what I'm saying? And he tried the stuff. He did good and stuff. And I said, taking lumps if you're a celebrity. Don't yeah. make the other people look bad. And at the end, he took the skull crushing finale. Yeah. Right. And he sold it. So you know, like he's not, he does, he says, Hey, I, I don't have to be here, but I'm here and I'm one of you all. I don't have to. And you know, Vince, Vince loves the celebrity. So I can go out there and make everybody look stupid and just be fine. But he said, I'm going to look like one of you all. I will, this is what I want to do. And we'll talk more about that when Pat McAfee comes out. But I want to answer this question. Chris yeah. Harris, you said that Bianca Belair was the World World Championship. He said that she's not going to have a long. I still say that she's going to lose it to Becky Lynch. Right, this was just a compass to the storyline to keep it going to a certain extent. They might take a break from each other, but Becky is going to drop that title. I mean, win that title back from Bianca Belair. I, I, and I shout out to you, motherfuckers, that just be so smart, right? Like I, like oh, okay, yeah, I knew that. Now that you said it, like immediately, motherfuckers was like, that girl beat three, four for the four horsemen women. They're coming for you, Charlotte, and I've never been so happy. And we're going to talk about that later. We also yeah. talked about. What matches would be bathroom matches? Now I can't. Oh, it. hold on. That, that, I, you know I'm going to shit on something. Okay, what do you say? Uh, but um, to answer Dan's question, I enjoyed the two day format because it just adds something, gives you something to do both of those days while you're in town. However, I still, hate if it. I had a choice, still I still, still go it. to a one day format. I two but days. We're never going to go back. We're yeah, never, never going to go, back, go back. back. And we're going to talk about that when we talk about the numbers. As a viewer, as a viewer, I think it's great. As a viewer, if I'm at home. That means I got wrestling all weekend, all weekend on top of everything else that's that's with the other promotions. Did you do a WrestleMania so, party, though? Because before I used to go to these WrestleManias, I used to do WrestleMania parties, and it's easier to do a one-night WrestleMania party as opposed to two-night WrestleMania parties. People Actually, you know do what? Do I, I, do I don't – people do do that, but I am not a WrestleMania party person. I'd rather – I would rather chill – with my homies on Xbox while I'm talking to them in the headset and we're watching mm-hmm. the same thing and we can discuss it. Mm-hmm. I don't want a whole crowd of people. I don't like to watch wrestling at a bar or a, a house party. If, if I can help not watching because a game it, at a bar. It takes, bar. It away, it takes yeah. the experience away from me because, I, I you know, <laughs> as intelligent wrestling fans, we watch wrestling through a different set of eyes. 
Mm-hmm. So we're watching the storytelling. A lot of people that in the bars, they're not, they're not, they don't care about the story. They don't even know the story is being told in the ring until after the fact it's a win or a loss. Then they think the story was told. That no, the story was told in the ring. There's a struggle that is is decided in the ring. That's the story. So when I'm when I'm home well, and I'm watching it, I, I I like I like to be able to say I got a whole weekend of wrestling action and I could just kick my feet up, maybe cook something really good, a couple steaks, maybe Probably. some scrimps. You know what I'm saying? A little some bit what? of the bubbly, some, some hard liqueur, and I'm I'm chilling. <laughs> I like that, Frankie. Um, I'm gonna go this as I was going. I'm not sure if it was how far it was. And this is why I didn't like the two nights of being there as well. I'm a little overweight. Okay. So all this walking, I got home. My wife was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jack's on my knees and my ankles. Like, and then Chris, I said, I feel like we walked. Much. Chris said, we did a lot of walking. We did a lot of walking. And, but I don't think it was a bathroom match, including this. Including no, that match was good. Including, and I, I'm not Pat. even just saying that as a fan mm-hmm. of Happy Corbin. I thought these two put on a good show. They did not go out there and try to steal any show because they weren't going to do that. They went out there to say, "Hey, we are two solid main event performers, right? And we're going to have a solid match." And it was a good match. I was into it. It had a perfect timing in it. And when I mean perfect timing, I mean less than 15 minutes. It didn't need to be a long barn burner of a match, but it needed to put both people over. It made Happy Corbin look like a legitimate threat again. You know, he walked in there undefeated as Happy Corbin, but it did. He still his he, own. But he kicked the end of days. He kicked out the he end kicked of out days. the end of days, and it was all building up for that point anyway. Even for King Corbin, because he said it so many times in his shoot interviews. I'm very protective of my finisher. I don't mess with that. I'll take an L, but I'm not letting you kick out my end of days. But he did it right. And Drew McIntyre, who is arguably one of the next contenders for Absolutely. the WWE Absolutely. Uni- undisputed Universal Championship, whatever the fuck they're going to call it, right? <laughs> Uh, but I mean, Drew McIntyre, he did his time. I hate to say it like that. And I feel like it's time for him to go back in the spotlight. Because I still say Drew McIntyre, as he says, Charlotte Flair is the greatest women's champion of all time. I say any wrestler off of the creator wrestler who's not going to be me should look like Drew McIntyre. Because he, he, he can do everything in he that He looks race. like a professional. He can do everything. Yeah. He looks like a professional wrestler. He can Height. fly. Yep. He's a powerhouse. He's a technician. He can do anything in that ring. He is the perfect embodiment. They say Randy Orton. I say Drew McIntyre. Dice. There was a bathroom match. Okay. How do I know there's a bathroom Be match? Very careful because I went. I went to go. I went to go prepare a plate of spaghetti. I went to go prepare a plate of spaghetti. I took it out the fridge, took it out the pot, scooped it, put it in. <laughs> I put it in the microwave for two minutes. For two minutes, I took it out, got my fork, I started to walk back. God damn it, New Day was already defeated. I said, God, what the hell happened? Okay, well, that don't count, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. We're talking <laughs> it about- was a reason. It was a, it was a reason why. <laughs> I'm, I'm just match. saying, no, I, honestly, you. okay, that match, this match, I I, I, I I didn't particularly like, but I didn't particularly hate it. It was it was okay for me. Um, I, I did not have any interest in it. I'm, I'm sick of this stupid ass sword. I'm sick of the sword, but to him, for him to, to slice the to slice the, the ring ropes, I thought it was pretty cool because every time that he's tried to take a whack at them with the sword, he's always been going across. I, I don't think that was on and purpose. this time he went down, so I thought that was pretty cool. Th- that but wasn't on purpose that, was from so being sad. there because I watched him for the next two matches try to fix that ring. Yeah, yeah, because so I don't the, think that was looking at it, looking at it on TV, like you know, the ropes are supposed to be a straight line, and then yeah. when we saw um who who was it who came to the ring next? Mysterio came after them. Yeah, they they had to double check because the ring was the the ropes were dipping. 
during the during the promos. Yeah, he told Dominic to watch his step. During the promos, they worked very, very hard to put that ring back together. I could tell they were struggling because um, shout out to Charles Robinson, Little Nate. He was out there leading the charge to try to get the ring together, and I actually saw frustration in his voice. I mean, in his face, looking to try to um get that shit together, and, and they know they were on a time limit because hey, baby, it's WrestleMania. You know, say <laughs> hey, the show must go on. And uh, I didn't even know Little Nate was I'll say this. Him. Yeah, Little Nate was where? Oh, with WWE. I didn't even know he was back with them because I'm pretty I, I, sure I he got everybody, everybody, everybody told me, oh, he's been back. I, I was with you. I, I don't think I saw him. He never there. left. What makes you think he left? I'm pretty sure. I thought he got fired. No. Well, he doesn't do as much refereeing. He does like one show, uh, one match or a show or something like that. But he's still there. The last thing he did was was Orton and Edge, right? He was he was He was on SmackDown. Get that comment off. Damn. Uh, Logan Paul's brilliant. The match was filled with any tributes because WrestleMania was in Texas. Real talk, Logan Paul did his things, but once again, Miz had his moment at the very end and stole the show from him. You have no voice, Mike. Agree with the executive assistant 100%. Who the fuck is Victor Gardner calling me executive assistant? Private, private inside shit, right? So this motherfucker down here below me, the executive consultant, who, by the way, I, res- I respected him by calling that in public all week long, including he at did. times the tribal chief. He okay, did. because he put all that shit together and being with those group of guys and even with the Bell Kings, which I told you Tom Dice, I never got to sit with my friends. It made my experience incredibly awesome. <laughs> we go out to breakfast or brunch and literally, now you heard my story about the um, the cruise, how we, turned the, how we turned the boat out like the head of the state. We turned a fucking breakfast restaurant into a fucking club. <laughs> on yesterday. It was fucking insane. Absolutely insane. Um, so I'm going to go to the next match here. Um, and this match was kind of sad, right? Because uh, Rick Boogs finally gets an opportunity to do something great. And boom, he tears his quad a lot like Triple H. You can see that the, him and Sinsuke had something going for a while. I think it's a loss, right? But having the yeah, they would have lost anyway. But they having lost the same color outfits on the things that me always stands out in my mind of what someone's doing. The Usos came in, and this is what I told everybody: to start off with the tribe with the with the bloodline and end with the bloodline. To me, I felt was brilliant. I felt was absolutely brilliant. I loved them. I got to be as close to them as we, you know, walking at a ramp. I you know, hope that later you guys have not followed me on my top tick or Instagram anything else. Everything's at Mike Knox. Um, Check it out. Check it out. Because I, again, I won't say the match was bad. It was, it was probably the fastest match next to the New Day match all weekend to me. Um, but it was I the opening it was good. They don't, the Usos yeah, don't have a lot of moments. They no, don't have a lot of moments. This is their first time, moments. if I'm not correct. Uh, listen, no, I, one thing, I, I, I won't challenge him down there below me uh, on, you know, who does what, when, and how, where, because I know he knows the answer. He said they're fucking quizzing me on the way up there. Like, like, this man knew every single fucking WWE champion there was and who took it and all from them and why and everything else. So, but I believe that was like the Usos' first time competing as a tag team, at least, I believe, since. I, thought had, I told you, remember I mentioned they had a triple threat match with New Day. Yeah, I, forget, I always forget that for some fucking reason. I, don't Wyatt, I forgot what they called themselves after they left Wyatt's, but the, the Sledgehammer Boys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Bludgeon Brothers. There you go. Thank you. Oh, the one my kids call the Belgian Waffles. Yeah. So, and that was, and it, but they had, this was their first real match because that triple threat match, you know, they try to go there and act like all three uh, teams were equal. That was just about the Bludgeon Brothers bludgeoning uh, the New Day Usos yeah. for like five minutes before they won the titles. That's all it was. This was their first legit tag yeah, match that they had. They were supposed to have the ladder match, but of course, COVID happened and somebody got out sick. 
So this is the first two-on-two -two match they had on a WrestleMania card because they did have a kickoff match. And I think the, um, the technician trying to be smart and say they had a match on WrestleMania kickoff, but that counts as WrestleMania. Yeah, and we no. all know it does not. No, it don't. That's a check for our DVD sales only. That's what that is. Actually, um, if you ask Neville, they don't oh, even shit. put on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't also um, the highlight of night did the same thing? Mm-hmm. It's the same mm -hmm. thing. Say, did they? Mm -hmm. So a professional wrestler tells you that doesn't count to them, that it can't count to us as fans. If you're not in the main card, we don't see you. It doesn't count. But um, George put down about interesting. I'm an AMC guy, Vaughn. Fuck you. Because <laughs> you're not. You're saying that because everything That's I say, crazy. apparently I say I'm a this guy. Okay. Um, but he check does. This, check this out. All right. Well, fuck you. It ain't going to play. I tried to share one of my videos. Um, we saw it. The, the, oh, I couldn't see shit on my end. So we heard we here. heard Naomi play music. It. Yeah, we it, it cut off I, I, before I can even make out what it was. So can you okay. play it again? Okay. Enough, my neck was hurting. Okay. Um, to me, we and we had the show top five entrances, and we had a plan, right? We had plans like, hey, everybody, let's you do this, you do this, you do this. I like so uh, the technicians sitting next to him. I'm like, okay, I ain't got no battery power tonight. You take the videos, I'll take the pictures. Nope, my dumbass. Every entrance I got on tape. <laughs> <laughs> Every entrance, I have no fucking battery power halfway. By the time the tribal chief came, I was fucking livid. Like, I got him, but that was on dead. And they got a job home and a, UP, and a GPS. And trust me, fuck you, Dallas. Okay, as far as getting the fuck home, fuck you, Dallas. Um, shitty fucking city. I'm going to say it again. And everywhere we saw, and everywhere, every, any person I saw, I think to the point that even that Eagle fan below me kind of was like, this motherfucker won't stop. If you had anything Cowboys on, i right in your face. Go Burns. Every fucking one of them. Every person I fucking saw. Literally. Literally, I'm, I'm he's like, actually right. I was about to say, oh my god, bro! Every no, fucking I, one every I saw. Thing. I was like, he's eating. He's just eating dinner with his his six year old daughter. Why are you doing that to him? Go birds! <laughs> like, what are you like? What are you, like, what are you doing? <laughs> but then we're in the stadium, and we're doing eagle chants. Right? Every cowboy they saw I me. Mean, I was just a dick. Okay, like I, I realized something today. Also, and we went week. to dicks. I'm a yeah, we went to dicks. Uh, hold on, hold on. What are you about to say? I'm a good heel. You're a you're a bad heel. You like fucking make fun of people. I'm and I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing some dude, right? I'm like, where you from? He's like Australia. Man. You talking about Z? Z? Z makes fun of people all the time? No, you. You were pointing me. Let me, me finish so my story. I said, I said, I'm so whatever. You know, I'm fucked up. So I go, hey, where you from? Because Australian man, he, he had a bald head with like a swoosh on his head. And I said, oh, you you know what you think about the night? Blah 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 blah. And here 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 comes the consultant. 
Were you with any girls? Of course not. Look at you. What the fuck are they just that? How are you interviewing fans and they gonna make for the boy not getting no up being around ass? I said, like, come on. But everybody we spoke to had a great time. Um, why'd, you, why'd you bring that up? Because it was fucking <laughs> hilarious to me. Okay. Uh, and, he and, walked and, away. He knew he didn't get any girls. Like, he definitely place. walked away. <laughs> funny as shit. He definitely walked off. But I brought that up and I played that because here it is right here. Here's the moment walking into this match. I absolutely, especially how they built it up with always, you know, Flamaine Young and the blueprint every week. Shout out to WWE for giving us the free um, lighter thingy. Oh, yeah, they did. Came to give everybody. I had a whole bunch to bring home to my daughter. And I told her, like, I didn't even have the problem with the uh, the battery, whatever it's called, the lithium batteries. So they get on the airplane. So I didn't even try to bring them home. But this match, full of beauty, found out that Rhea Ripley has broke up with her boyfriend. So the rumor, I thought it before. I was like, it was, I think Liv Morgan turned Ruby, Ruby Riot out. Okay. Because they a little bit too close. I'm to okay with that. Well, of course we are. Hot HLA. You know, we, always, we always forget that Liv Morgan, though, has a boyfriend, right? Oh, do we? Say, I, don't know that. I, don't I don't follow that. You don't believe? Oh, Get the fuck out of here. No. My Bo, man, Bo what? Dallas is hitting that? Yes, Bo Dallas. Oh, listen. I always believe. But now I know he's a man. So this match, though, every entrance to me, well, not everyone, just, but just watching them, just being in awe of these ladies. And I, I saw this stat, so I'm going to say it. We have black women referee WrestleMania for the first time. We have all amazing. black top tag team champs for the first time. And I just feel like every single moment, every single week, every single pay-per-view, the WWE has broken, and I'm going to say it, the culture glass ceiling. Where they, what we, where it's blacks, we didn't do nothing. And we didn't do this, we didn't do that. And we still have a black universal champion, for what it's worth. We have a man of color with the universal title on Roman Reigns. Is that good enough or no? For me right now, yes, because the the title's not that old. And and this is where I will go to that black wrestling fan base that I've never been a fan of that doesn't count The Rock. But I understand the logistics of being factual of why The Rock don't count because storyline-wise, they don't count him as black. WWE, they say Rocky Johnson's his father. They do count him. Every African American History Month, they always mention The Rock. Uh, that's well. I just said that. I'm, I'm I, think said they, I think you said WWE doesn't. No, the fans, the fans, yeah, the fans. Oh, fans are idiots. Yeah, I course. saw, I, I saw most of that at WrestleMania this weekend. Let me tell you, y'all, <laughs> y'all are some of the dumbest fans in the world. I, I just, you know, I love y'all to death. Keep watching, but I, y'all are some of the dumbest fans I've ever seen in my entire life, and y'all were not as lit as y'all should have been um, this week in Dallas. No, y'all wore the merchandise. Y'all bought the merchandise, but y'all weren't going around holding enough ones up for me. I was mad. Not for us to have to yell at well, everybody and make and make everybody enough. do it and make everybody do it. Like seriously, we had to literally go get feedback pay some. Like we're making kids. I'm having kids do it. I had a ball. You know me. My <laughs> I can imagine that shit. Hey, put your ones up, you little shit. No, I was I, I was cool with him. Y'all love. I, no, I wasn't. I love kids. I do. <laughs> like, like, the one, like the one little kid that was cheering for Logan Paul. I said, yo, who, who was behind? I said, yo, who you here to see? Little boy's like, I'm here for Logan. I was like, yo, shut up. Yo, that's what's the that damn YouTube. Dog? Like, that, I said, yo, don't let somebody stop you from liking who you like. You know, I said, wow, Logan Paul has a fan. I didn't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I wanted to say, uh, since we were talking about people of color, I was watching the WWE Evil series, which is really good. But obviously, they put a lot of thought into some people's and stories some than others. Did. Yeah, um, which I didn't like the Randy Orton story at all because it focused yeah, it on stayed his stayed on one thing. Yeah, it's it focused on him being an asshole and not yeah. his actual character. Well, it's supposed to be a heel. It's supposed to be evil. 
So they yeah, but it wasn't. But it wasn't his character. His character was, you know, they. If you were talking about heel, we're talking about legend killer. We're talking about the the, the beginning of the, the fight. Whole time majority of it. Nah, it was more so like his substance abuse issues, and you know, I what I'm saying that's like the small part of it. But go ahead. I, I thought, I'm sorry. Um, but uh, Sasha Banks. I watched Sasha Banks's the other night after Mania it. night I one. I it. thought it was really great. But she mentioned. You know, she didn't have a lot yeah. of people that she looked up to when she saw Eddie Guerrero and she referred to him as somebody of color. Yeah. Do we do we do that with well, Mexican-Americans well, well, or, or, or? As, as blacks? And, you know, we make our own different set of rules. It's black people. Let's be real. Yeah. Yeah. And my wife's one of them. So this is the well, I'm a lane because that's my wife's lane. So that's the lane I'm, I'm a part of. If you're not white, then you're the culture. So I expect that's put any anybody Spanish descent and black. That's what it is. And, and, and Samoan. Which I don't kind of get, but okay. Shout out, my, I got some ones in my family. You know what I mean? So shout out to the Stockleys. Okay. Um, but this match, what did you think about this match? I know, and like I said before, everybody I wanted to win won. My daughters, all my daughters' favorite right. people won. You're thinking of Mike Yoda. Pause. All my favorite. I, I was not. I knew that he was gone because he was on podcast talking about his time in WWE. Yeah. But I really Fair thought enough. Little Nate was gone. I really, ah, really yeah. thought Little Nate was gone. Fair enough. Um, Go ahead, Mike. This um, this match, so that match again. Every my daughter's everybody. My love, my daughter loves one. So I thought the match was. I thought it was good. I thought it was. It was a great showcasing of women's wrestling. Even though it was, you know, sometimes you know they 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 jam pack a lot of women into shit. And I'm so glad it wasn't a battle royal. Right. That's it. I'm glad it wasn't a battle royal. Stop putting so. battle royals on Hope fucking so. WWE WrestleMania. Like, just stop it. This shit is is, is insulting. Um, go, go back to that comment for me. We I, I, I'm really, I'm really, I, I'm sick of the multi tag matches with women that are doing the suplex double power bomb. They do that spot a lot. They do that spot so much, and it used to be something that that was exciting to watch. See. Yeah, on, on TNA because yeah. TNA was, if I'm not mistaken, was the first promotion to do that. Um, televised maybe, wise, maybe, maybe. Um, but that's where I first saw it, right. in, in in the late the late 2000s. 2000s. And, and shout um, out to TNA because they were the first um, first promotion wrestling promotion to really put women on that high spotlight. True, um, like WWE does now. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, what like looking. I'm I'm glad that you mentioned that because looking like I said last week, I just started watching Total Divas from the very beginning and watching the evolution of it. I'm like, y'all was really out here pressed about three minute matches. Like it, it they was pressed about three minute matches in 2014. Yeah, they were like man. they was I'm gonna put on a good match. You know it, it wasn't gonna yeah, be a it was good fine. Match, they knew but it now too. to see where they came, it's it's it and <laughs> WrestleMania, this WrestleMania was a really good example of the steps that they've been taking to Changed for us it. to take women serious again, so Changed and I, 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 in which I hope we're going to this part, but I'm going to segue it anyway. Well, let me, if you, Bianca I Belair. Leave, I didn't want you to leave there. I didn't want you to segue okay, there. Okay, okay, let's go. Thank you for that, because as I said, this is why I thought everything about WrestleMania was great. Conventionally speaking, in wrestling, the same reason why we all know I'm a Roman Reigns mark from day one. Okay, the reason why I thought he was going to lose was because everything in the storyline led to believe he was going to lose. Everything in that tag team, women's tag team stuff, with the way they were winning every fucking week, 
led to think they wasn't. Yeah, they had the momentum, but that definitely means that's that's the that's the stab in the back. That's the death sentence. We were all. But did the, anybody? Like, but did you think that Selena and Carmella was going to win? They haven't I, won a match since being tag champs. Yeah, but I but listen, they they're good looking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. And we have to be making fun about Vince probably picked this match. Okay, duck, duck, duck. Okay, you won. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I kind of <laughs> talked about it. And those girls winning and watching that picture backstage, that's why I made it the cover art to me for today's show. Um, shit, wrong one. Um, for today's show, because I loved to see them girls. You know, if not, that, that picture is iconic of having those three black women hold those belts. It, it's so, it was such good shit. And I don't want to segue there just yet. I'm trying to get through the other lower matches first and say the top four if you so I mean, that's what, let's do it what's going on rock that's why i'm going with that now you did say about a bathroom match i'm gonna tell you this much that wasn't long enough to go to the bathroom no i didn't say bathroom i said i it was enough for me to cook my spaghetti for two okay, minutes okay yeah it was a, a bathroom <laughs> match. and listen we talked I'm a little about, worried about you fixing spaghetti for only two minutes we, we talked about this on night one um where they were and they didn't make it i know a yes. lot of people were a lot of people were like we know what's going on what's going on what's going on and the thing was, I was like, they don't have to necessarily be on. It's the new day. If anybody should be upset, it would be Hollins and and Butch for not getting a chance to be on Mania. But the new day didn't meet Mania. That's why they took the loss. Where they took the loss, it meant no, nothing that, to that, you. That, that win would have done nothing for them. It would have done nothing. I, I, for I can't. Them. I, 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 I'm gonna lie to you, Vaughn. I call bullshit. I call bullshit. I, I, anybody who tells me 100, you knew what's going on, DC. You knew Sasha and Bianca was going to win. I mean, Sasha and. Uh, Naomi was going to win. I'm going to call bullshit. We need to, we need to rewind our prediction show from last week and see if if that's no. We, we all of us. I have it. I, I can't we, remember we, what we I. We all picked not them. We all wanted them to it, win, but we all picked not them. It, yeah, I, I do remember that. Yeah, we all yeah, picked I, not them because we, yeah. we we went ahead and same through it. And then I will go to this because we're almost getting to the, the, the meat and gristles of this damn uh, show right here. Oh, oh my god! Amazing. Oh my God! Amazing. Now, I was moving to a better seat at this point, but goddamn, I tell you one thing. Whew. Is that what you? Is that what you kept doing? Because every entrance, I swear, after I saw you the first time, no, no. that shiny I ass stayed, fucking I jacket the whole time. I, I said, I'm "Where gonna, the hell is my?" I was in exactly the same seat for both nights, except for I was. Uh, seat Sometimes four. you were closer to the ramp. No, yeah, no, because okay. night one, night one, I was I was in seat four, right, and then night two, I was in seat three. And I know that's wrong. The first few matches of night one, it was, was one of those entrances I saw you and was I like got, right up I got there pushed on the back rail. to like six. Yeah, when it came to um, when Charlotte Fleur came out, you know I I'm right there. You couldn't. I screamed. My wife talked. Anything. Back. I lost my voice letting her know she was the greatest wrestler of all time to me. Okay, and we'll get to that in a second. And I, I yelled it right at her. And shout out to Bobby Lashley for looking right at us. But anyway, um, I saw that. Show. I saw I that when he when he looked when he looked to the side on TV, and I said he looked right in Mike's direction. I yeah. guarantee you got it. And I saw your picture. I was like, "Damn it, I was right." And he did it twice because when he was when he was in the shout ring, out to he, the great he, pictures that you sent me of AJ and Edge because yeah, I appreciate that. I know you love him. When he pointed in the ring and, and Chris, my right, he pointed us again. <laughs> yeah, wait, when he did it in the ramp and in the ring. He knew where the blacklist was hell <laughs> that night. <laughs> but but this match show. Uh, your thoughts on the outcome of this, Dice? Because you, you, I ain't gonna lie. Some of the matches, guys, because the, the experience I had was a blur. I'm just being honest. I, I have to really rewatch this show. And so, what you're getting from me is a complete 
fan perspective of everything, not really the intelligent wrestling fan necessarily. Okay, just letting that be. Known. Uh, I'm marking it, out today. In my my opinion, it was amazing. Um, I'm not too much of a fan of of multi team matches, especially mm-hmm. at Mania, because sometimes we know uh, they can go a little bit short or they can go a little too too far over. And I thought the timing of this, I thought the time was really good. Um, I thought the entrances were great. Um, I, I thought the action in the ring was really good. But to see the, ex- the the on TV, when you see the facial expression of Montez before he's about to try to frog splash, mm-hmm. and Riddle jumps up, and he looks over at him, but he doesn't, like, react until he realizes that some shit's about to happen. And then he looks, he's like, oh, shit. And he tries to jump out of the way and ends up jumping into the RKO. I blew my fucking top. Mm-hmm. And then, and then Orton hits the same fucking RKO on uh, Gable. I thought it was great. And the fact that the Street Profits didn't even care that they lost, it was a simple fact that Alpha Academy didn't win. Yeah, I was mad and, by that. I thought Hill Turn was coming for one of the two tag teams. I had predicted that for months. I, I, you know what? In, you know what? I, I was, was thinking about this. I was thinking about this. Um, talking, thinking about the Street Profits because I did. I do remember you said that last week. Um, about a heel turn coming, and let, let's think about how long the Usos had face paint on, and they didn't. They was good, but they still didn't hit their stride. And I, I, that's how that's how I feel about Street Profits. It's not the right time yet, but when I feel like when they hit their stride to hit that turn, that's when everything is going to click for them. So I'm still fine with them right now where they are, but the ending segment with them pouring up. Finally, we know it's in the cup. It's just fucking water, but but. They they try to have a drink with Gable Stevenson. Stevenson, I'm sorry, I keep. Well, calling I don't know. Stevenson. Was it water? Because Austin Junk, according to uh, my Austin lookalike fan or Austin cosplay dresser, Austin Junk, and I tell you, here's what he told us: he had 22 beers on that match. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well, no. Um, uh, uh, Montez had an actual cup, cup. It was mm-hmm. like a plastic cup. Well, not a like a a and solid plastic cup that. that he was pouring in. Uh, oh yeah, he his his gear was. The they same were, gear color that they was literally the first thing the executive consultant said to me. He's like, because we didn't sit next to each other, but so the free rolls down. He goes, Mike, shut up, take the picky. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty dope. And I'm like, <laughs> I want everybody to know my voice didn't sound that raspy, though. No. <laughs> the um the the ending segment, um, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was funny as shit because. Everybody went to toast, and, and Gable just comes and smacks. He doesn't smack anybody else. He doesn't even aim for anybody else except for Stevenson's uh, cup. He's the and then you just got you just kind of see you kind of see everybody just like, oh, the funniest expression. If you when you watch it, look at Orton's face because Orton knows, like you know, fucked up the man's drink, and he's like, mm, I don't know about that girl. And then they just like back the fuck off. And I thought that was good. It's a good introduction to Gable Stevenson. And it, it it was fine. It was fine for me. I think that they still. I, I think that I personally, WWE is is going to. I, I the think they're going one. to still treat you, Gabe like when Gabe when Gable took his shirt off, and not not in a homophobic way. He doesn't look like a pro wrestler still. So I think they're still going to have him. He got a better body than um. Uh, what's my man from AEW? You know that I love the way he talks to the microphone, but he, damn it, he should never take his shirt off again. What's my guy? No, the dude who just fought Kingston? what Kingston. So. Uh, yeah, but but w, let's think about this WWE. This is WWE. They're yeah, going to okay. tell him Kevin like, Owens before, don't have the greatest before, body. Okay. He's in shape. But, but, but are you going to take a? 
But are you going to take a NCAA a two time? What two no. time? Two time? He's three time? Two You're time not going to take him and let him put his shirt off. Yeah. He'll be fine. So he'll be fine. He'll be perfect. But fine. I think I think it was a good showcase of what we have potential to look forward to. And who better than somebody like Gable? Gable's a good he's he's held as one of the, the, the good guys who can train people like a Tyson kid or a uh, Drew Gulak. That's the only reason why Drew be, Gulak he, is he still has, on the roster. And I know this is high praise, and I've never seen him do a single move yet, but they're hoping he could be the next Kurt Angle. That's what they're hoping for. Okay. Yeah, and we thought we were going to get that like, with 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 Ronda. Gable, and we thought we were going to get it with you know Jason Jordan, who had the yeah. look, he had the size, he had the. Oh, you know, the I speed. love Jason Gordon. I'm so sad about that whole thing. Um, it was something I just saw, but I'm gonna move on because it's the, the comment left. But yeah, I definitely thought I wanted um I wanted the Street Profits to win, or I definitely honestly, Street Profits win. Too. You know, um, the other that's where it was. So it was funny. Shout out to everybody who sent me pictures and boxes and saw me on TV. Um, I watched that part just this morning before I passed out. Shout out to That's my what daughter. I want next year. Shout out to my daughter. in Hollywood. I, I put it out there. Okay, it, is my, it is my God-given <laughs> right and duty that I've already started my fun to put aside money. And I'm going to WrestleMania in Hollywood. And, Mike, you're going to be there. Because, God damn it, I was supposed to be there this year. Uh, no, last year. I was supposed to be there last year. Oh, I wore a shirt today. Had, had my baby born, so I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah. And he's still he's still young, but by then he'll be almost three. Let so I'm gonna forget. Time to go ahead and take it. So I'm like I can't miss it. If we're gonna get Rock versus Roman, I, I don't even give a shit. Shout out! To, it's in Hollywood. To my I baby, need to go to L.A. It's in my, my favorite team stadium. stadium. Shout I need out to, to my baby girl, who my wife said she knows her daddy. All right, and how you see me that fast? Same thing for you, Derek. Fucking respect. Because <laughs> it was really like a half, not even a whole second. It was a, it was a second. Listen, because you, I didn't, see, I definitely didn't see you because you called me. He was like, "Did you see me? Did you see?" Me? I said, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Where everybody was I'm inboxing here. me, like, my hand up. you know what I mean? Everybody was inboxing me. Shout out to Summer Ray. I did a photo bomb. I even know I photo bombed her. That's how great I was. Okay, she's doing her. Everybody's oh, doing her on the post. You know picture. what I want to ask you? You know what I want to ask you? And you know what? I can't hold it no longer. Did you get a look at Bailey's ass in person? Um, I'm sorry. Honestly, how did you approach Bailey? How did you run into Bailey? How do you know? You know how I do my shit. We're standing on wherever we were at, which was there, I would say equivalent to Main Street, Main Street, Delaware. Oh, you know what I mean? It was just boutiques, restaurant, bar, boutique, restaurant, bar. She came out of like, I believe, like a soap, like um, our natural, you know, uh, natural kind of shot, like natural soaps and stuff like that kind of a store. Did she have a glow around her? No, she didn't look like she walked out and I said, like, I always, I always say you respect these people. Hey Bailey, do you mind if I get an audit? Do you mind if I take a picture with you? Her response was, "Thank you for asking." Sure. And Ricochet said, "Ricochet tweeted and, out something like that too." And, in I, the past and I mentioned to her after the picture, I said, "Are you there tomorrow?" Please. She said, "I wish." And if I was, I couldn't tell you. So that means she, she gave me honesty and then stayed in character at the same time. You know what I mean? As far as there, oh, good see, look at that, that boy photo bobbing somewhere and even knew it. <laughs> Those people behind us, right there, sitting down, the guy and the Macho Man guy. You're looking like, to do the Macho Man listen, fucking shit, he yo. He looked, at me like like that. he looked at me like that the entire night, like he had an attitude problem with me. He All looked night like night. a hater. How yo. you at WrestleMania and you're looking like he was just depressed the whole time? I'm like, dude, you don't want to hear what a goddamn tank top of fucking the fuck? Who, I, mean, I wear some weird clothes, okay? Because shout out to Texas again, Dallas, not Texas, Dallas for being a fucking. 
piece of shit city and the great cook that I thought was great next to us. Then we were sitting there. He goes, man, I got what's up with the pajama pants you got on? I have my age pants. He's like, what's up with the pajama pants? I said, is pajama pants, boys? I said, these are, these are joggers. He said, they're pajama pants. I said, well, I don't have a cowboy hat on a cowboy boot, so. Because <laughs> every cowboy there, I think I'm going to see hats like from off valley, like real, cow- like Brock's cowboy hat, right? No, these motherfuckers had on Kurt Angle cowboy hats. Okay, get your damn hats too small for your heads. Okay, so, um, but back to the program, um, and let's get through this. All right, and then I want to go. We get the meat and potatoes now. Okay, no, it was it was Bobby. I don't have a Bobby and Omas's uh picture up because we didn't. You know that was an impromptu match, and I had to stuff up from last week's show. But uh, shout out to executive consultant for calling that match. And then once you know, I hate. I don't hate it, but I love when I say one thing and someone corrects me and the reason why they're correcting me and it makes sense. And what he's saying about it is like, no, Bobby has to win. It makes sense to beat Omos. If somebody who could beat Omos, it would be him. Okay, yep. fuck you. Um, <laughs> apparently, no, nah, I'll tell you shit off here. Anywho, um, so shout out to Bobby Lassie. Shout out to Bobby Lassie for, like I said, he, he there, was no other, there was no other way for that match to go. Yeah, I, you know, once no I heard it, to, yeah. Like, no. he, he's, he's going to, I'm, I'm guessing this, I'm guessing this, um, you know, backstage they had their internal baby faces, and right now their baby face would be AJ Styles, Bobby Lashley, and usually there's about four because if they need to put them in some sort of match, so I think Bobby gets propelled above Drew, but they're on two different shows there, now. So well, Drew's on SmackDown, about. right? But what's what? So it's one Bobby, <laughs> Bobby, AJ. Um, uh, apparently the rumor is Cody's going to be the top on Raw, one of the top guys on Raw. And who's that fourth one? Could it be Orton if he was in a singles? I don't know. No, he's not there. So, so it'd be th- those three. Yeah. So it, it makes sense. Omos, Omos losing to Lashley, it doesn't taint him at mm-hmm. all. No matter how much how great they see him, although he did do he did get some some nice some nice uh, uh style points for over the weekend rapping Jay Z. Uh, he he rapped Jay Z a lot better than he speaks on the fucking microphone on Raw. I don't understand Who, why about, this. Uh, Talking about Omos? Yeah. I, okay. I don't know why he doesn't fucking, you know, have this confidence when he's, he's very articulate, him. actually. I, you know, he's he the, really he, is. He, used he to, really uh, is. Be NXT uh, at the, the Ale House, the bar we used to go to all the time. So I, I talked to him a few times. He's very articulate. I don't know what, uh, but he has to look like a monster on TV. But when you look like a monster on TV, that doesn't mean you have to look dumb, right? And and, and sometimes, and I'm not saying he's dumb. Not okay, because he's not dumb. His character is not dumb. His character doesn't go to say, like, oh, you know, be five full bum. But he's all he does is go out there. Nobody can handle me. Yeah. No that one. Like, black Schnitzky. No, that's, that's not, not so that bad. He's the black. He's pretty bad. <laughs> I like what they're doing, but the, at the simple, the simple fact of the matter is, it's still not getting over. So it, it's only it, like if if you ever notice, and I don't want to bring a racial thing into this. If you bring in like a black person, right? A black wrestler that is held as dominant, and you give them the same type of role that they they would give a Schnitzky, a Nathan Jones, a Matt Morgan. These guys were supposed to be billed as big guys, and they will give them chance after chance after chance. And and they will still there's no there's no criticism of them. But as soon as Omas is given the same formula, I, I think you're wrong. There's a, there's a lot of criticism. Fans. People hated Schnitzky. People hated Nails. Yes, yes, they people, did. They people, did. Hate if, if it's bad, it's bad. If it's bad, it's bad. I don't think. Okay, so Omos isn't bad, or, or is we I think Omos is bad. I, I think Omos is bad at what he does. Okay. I'm still gonna rock with him. I think he is bad. But here we go. Um, and one night, 
And AEW fans, you can eat a dick, eat a dick, eat a dick, dick, dick. Okay. AEW stands for all X W wrestlers. So anybody who tells me, oh, he gave ship and he came back in one night, in one entrance, he got everything back he deserved. And in one night, got a bigger puppet he got. And in three years, he was four or five years, he was gone. This man, Cody fucking Rhodes. I got all three shirts coming, the baby. American all three shirts. Nightmare. His entrance. His the match against this guy. To me, arguably, continuing to be the best dressed guy in professional wrestling, rather than suits or entrances at a pay per view. Okay, look at that crowd. I was there. I was there. I will go Austin by far biggest pop than this guy right here. And, and, may, and you may want to tie it. And that's why I can leave it to you. I guess your ears have to determine Pat McAfee. Okay. But this man, in my opinion, next to Austin had the biggest pop of the entire weekend. Okay. And yes, it was a, as we would say about CM Punk, you know, uh, CM Punk worst kept secret ever. Right. We, we knew it was Cody. Everything kept saying it. Death the dirt sheets. But when every single dirt sheet saying it, sometimes it's true. And this time they were right. And I, I'm sorry. I, 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 as a Cody Rhodes fan, you know this guy's longer than anybody I think we personally know. Okay, his father was one of my. But as his father, I probably wouldn't be liking Professor Rhodes because he got me interested. Was Dusty Rhodes? They're saying his name. They can say Cody Rhodes. The backstage interview, if you haven't seen on exclusive on WB.com or network, whatever the fuck it's called, you know they do the backstage interviews about it quite sure it's on YouTube. But he, what he even says, I get to come back and make it full circle. If wrestling fans, you always say you love this person. I love that person. This person's this way. Then pay respect to Cody Rhodes. Then pay respect there's, to Cody Rhodes. No Even AEW fans, he left, so what? If without him, you wouldn't have that federation. So now he, he did his job. At, at all. He got over, and everybody says, oh, why did Vince hire him back after what he did? That's what Steve was saying. Because look at what he accomplished. Leaving there. He became a businessman. And anything I've ever read about Vince McMahon is he respects business people. Listen to Jericho when he talks about Vince McMahon. Listen to The Rock when he talks about Vince McMahon. Listen, any ex WWE wrestler who's left, Big Show said it. Mark Henry said it. He don't have a – McMahon don't hold grudges. He tells him, go. If you think it's going to be better for you, go right ahead. And sometimes the grass isn't always green on the side of the screen. Me and Jacob Kutcher told me it's at the airport. Half the wrestlers today who get love Tony Storm, fuck her. I'm being honest. Not as a person. I don't know her. But I'm just saying as far as – you want to leave? Go ahead and go. She hasn't proved nothing. She hasn't go ahead and go. Who are you to say? Now, if it was a I Charlotte Flair, okay, we got to be yeah. concerned, but it's not. Yeah. So Charlotte she hasn't Flair's done anything. Not there. One of the reasons. Yeah. So, well, yeah. Shout yeah. out. Max Dawson on this match. Executive consultant. I mean, yeah. Executive consultant. I apologize. Oh, Cody and Seth Rollins, in my opinion, was the match of the weekend. I mean, it was just a phenomenal match. It was phenomenally done. Um, and I know um, Z wanted to talk about WrestleMania interests, and I love talking about WrestleMania interests. It's one of the best parts of WrestleMania. Don't say that like, for last. It's kind of like uh, Oscars, what are they wearing? Yeah, you know, it is. Um, so, uh, and uh, uh, spoiler alert, one of my favorite WrestleMania interests is, this, is in this match. Let's just put it that way. But this was a very, very good match. And I'm excited. Cody's debut, in, in my opinion, is the biggest debut WWE has had as far as superstar name recognition in quite some time. And I mean years, right? Because I can't even remember the last person. Because remember, they're a farming system now. Almost everybody comes straight from NXT. Right, straight from NXT. Then, if you're a bigger star and you come back, a lot of times they throw your ass at NXT. This might have been, and this is just me doing quick uh, rough math off the top of my head. This might have been the biggest re debut since 
AJ Styles debut. I'm um, listening to what I'm saying. Biggest re-debut. Well, well if you're talking re-de- if you're talking re-debut, it would have to be Drew McIntyre. Arguably, and remember, I said Drew McIntyre went to the next team. No. Yes, that's yes, that's true. But even even him showing up in NXT, he still got one of the biggest pops in NXT history. But just showing up in the crowd, just NXT. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's still a huge pop. Even when he showed up with with Dolph, I'll clarify for a main roster. Cody Rose has the biggest debut slash re debut. Of any wrestler, AJ, AJ Styles of the world. Yeah, I agree. absolutely. But I'll quit. But I, I agree. It's not even close. Yeah, right. I, I agree. 100%. And I do think this um, is one of the I, best I, matches I, of the week. And I was thinking this. I was thinking of this um, as I was driving home. Um, and I'm glad that you said what you said, Executive. Um, so when it's all said and done, no doubt. If we're talking about people who left to to improve their stock and then come back. When it's all said and done, who has the better final career? Is it Drew McIntyre or is it Cody Rhodes? Because these are the two most famous people that have left and proved their stock and then came back. Can I just and I know that Cody's chapter is yet to be written. Can I just be a mark? Go ahead. Drew's nowhere near as big as Cody. Even when even talking about towards when he when he left. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, when Cody left, it'd be no, I don't know. No, that's all. I'm not sure no, he's going I, there. I, get, I just was, I, I get that. No, yeah. no I, I get that 100 percent However, Drew stock when he left and of course, it rips, up it rips, and improved. It I think, rose. I, so I think Christian was high. bigger than McIntyre's, but then yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you there. Just my opinion. I think Christian you said was, Christian, yeah. I, I like that. I like that back. analogy. You know what? I didn't even go back that far. I didn't I didn't want to go back past 2010, but if we're going to talk that way, possibly because we've all, I, you know, I have this theory that people that they don't believe in in WWE, they they go they go to TNA, they go to Ring of Honor, they build up their stock, they work on whatever it was that they were weak on in WWE, they come back, they're bigger stars, they're world champions. Yep. Um, but I know that Cody's chapter is yet to be written in WWE, but the fact that the rumors are he signed a very lucrative contract. Would imply I hear he's that on backstage stuff too. Okay, yeah. So, and he's doing—he's working on a new documentary for his his dad. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, Cody Rhodes coming back—it all makes one hundred percent sense because he's trying to achieve something that his dad didn't do. He's trying to achieve something that his brother didn't do. Come and at the end of the day, the Rhodes name will not live on in any other promotion. Like it would here. Besides WWE. Right, where the where the, where the where the tapes here. If you, yeah, what are the, you, if, the, the footage is there. The history is there. Good. The marketing is there. Yeah, it's yeah, everywhere. only as good as their residuals. Yeah. Right? So at 100%. With, with that being said, guys, we're going to take a small break. All right? We're going to come back, and we're going to get to the, the meat and potatoes of this damn two-night event, give you our best matches, our best interests, and so forth. We'll be right back. Y'all know uh, UPR is not just about wrestling. It's about entertainment and gaming as well. And uh, this week, we got a few shows. Like to see them. Here they go. We are outnumbered by machines. Humans have a strength that cannot be measured. This thing is something we've never seen before. My name is Marcus Wright. You think you're human? I am human.
That is tomorrow night. I cannot wait. I hope I have my voice to do it. Um, I'm a Terminator Mark. I take Terminators over the Predator. But also Thursday, we are doing our, I believe it's called political satire is this month's um, category. And somebody picked this movie and I'm going to have to watch it and let you know what I think about it. Are you running? <clears throat> yeah, I am. I'm running for office. Suggest that you're an unlikely candidate. I think at this point we've kind of jumped the shark on the whole likely candidate thing. Oh, it's a gun. Ah! Dorothy Goodwin being hailed as a hero. Oh he is a true hero. She saved me. You're a gun hero now. And that is Thursday night. Check us out now. I don't know where technical consultant went. He must have an allergy attack. They, they hit him real bad this weekend. Um, so I think he's here, but he, something must be going on backstage. So we'll he'll be back momentarily. But that being said, listen, the meat and potatoes of this of this pay per view. Well, and before I get to the meat and potatoes, well, we, will, we, we didn't I, even I talk about one it. more. We, we didn't talk about the match with him with with Cody and Seth. I mean, so you were there. What yeah. what was the crowd like in the match? Uh, no, we know what it was like before the match. I, I, okay. Listen to me. I think I read somebody, I don't know who it was, I'm not gonna lie. You know, I'll call him out if I can remember. That said, Oh, all, I'm glad Austin woke this crowd up. I don't know the fuck it came across on TV. That crowd was never quiet. The entire no. it was never it was no. never quiet. No. So anybody telling me that oh they they were born, no, the crowd was never that the crowd was never quiet, including for dispatch with Sammy Zane and, and Johnny Knoxville, which we knew all the jackasses going to come out. I'm going to just leave that there and, and let that be what it is. I'm going to move on from that. You know what I mean? It, it, it's what it was. It was an entertainment match. Okay, it's not the meat and that was probably That was probably my least liked match, but it wasn't yeah, a match it that wasn't I disliked. Yeah. yeah. But this right here, and I read this on a tweet that said, or I, I think it's actually Derek Mitchell that said this. Pat McAfee had had what do you say? Um, the way people treated every baby face wish they'd have been had the entrance or the respect from the crowd that Pat McAfee had. People, this crowd, the whole time he walked out with those cheerleaders and everything else. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know what it came out on TV, but in that building, it was deafening. It was great. <laughs> it was deafening. Okay. So now just to see him wrestle, I personally think Pat McAfee. It's the best. Uh, he's just really good. I won't say the best, I'm, I'm, you know, but I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. But Pat McAfee's really good. He trained. He did all the. I can't call him a celebrity, though. Wrestler like I would call Logan Paul or Bad Bunny. But he is technically a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, but he's 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 I mean, I was listening to Busted Open Radio yeah. today and, and Bubba Ray was talking how he actually went through the proper channels yeah. to say, hey, who do I need to reach out to? Because I'm interested in doing this. And let's not forget, he started NXT. He started at the bottom. Mm -hmm. We already know he's a great talker. He can sell his ass off. Let's not forget the, the match that he had versus um, uh, Undisputed. Right. So we know that he he knows how to take a bump. He knows how to, to to hit your basic moves. And that's all you can ask for for somebody who doesn't have that type of experience. So, and a guy who's 24 with, in, in Austin Theory, um, I thought that it was great. I thought it showcased both guys, in which we already know what Austin Theory can do. We know what he can do. He's poised to be some part of the future. 
and but Pat McAfee to fulfill his 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 lifelong dream of just competing in a match mm-hmm. and being good in a match. I thought it was good. It was a good display. We were very I was very surprised at what he did. Um, I was a lot more surprised at what he did than Logan Paul because Logan Paul, you know, he stepped in a ring and boxed and he did his thing. So we know there's that athletic but, but ability. Pat, but Pat did have the NXT match in his belt. He did. He did have the NXT match under his belt. But I tell you, if he would have landed that senton, yeah. that was a beautiful senton that he was aiming to hit. The way that he it, – it was like he paused in the air and then turned to flip down. Like, it, it was crazy watching it on TV. It was crazy watching it on TV. And I thought that if he would have hit that, it would have been even better. But the fact that he didn't hit it and he, he took that bump, as high as he got, I still thought it was a, a great look for both guys. Austin Theory didn't need that win in any shape, way, shape, form, or fashion. He was still going to be uh, uh he was still going to be McMahon's, McMahon's protege, so mm-hmm. it, it would have done nothing. And that's a great segue. And you know, you're not even backstage, and that's where it is. We saw not only did Mr. McMahon come out the crowd again. I'm sorry, guys. I got Austin back to back nights. I got Undertaker back to back nights. I got an Austin match that we didn't talk about yet. We will talk about that was unexpected, but we, we thought it was going to just be what it was. It actually turned into a match. And we're going to see McMahon wrestle at his age. And I did not like how what they did to Pat, but I got why it happened that way. It was all because to bring Austin back out. So Pat got what he needed. Pat had to get the help to get McMahon over to have wise McMahon over when Austin's in the building. I loved the entire everything about it. I, all the, almost everything other than, the way they did Pat, like I thought McMahon would, like they, I could see if they jumped Pat, you know what I'm saying, or some shit like that, but they didn't jump Pat, like for what it's worth, McMahon beating one-on-one, you know what I'm saying, and I, that I, I, I didn't sit well Easily with me. Easily too. Yeah, that didn't sit well with me at all, I mean, one help, he got the thing where he hurt his nuts with Austin Theory, you know, pulled it, you know, pulled back if he back, but other than that, just phenomenal, 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 and every fact, I'm sorry guys, the mark in me for this weekend, Will not stop. Um, your take, dice on that, on that, on the McAfee. Oh, you talked about it already, but McMahon coming back out. Hated it. Okay. Um, that was probably the most disliked part of the show, only because it went on too long. It went on way too long. McMahon is is it was rusty. a time thing. It was a time thing. He, he he's rusty. He went off his cue when Austin hit Theory's music hit. You saw Vince McMahon go. And I'm like, why the fuck are you excited about your man's music? And then Austin's music hit. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I get it now. But like, you you completely this you didn't do that segment any justice. And then the horrible stunner that you took. He's never the good stunners. No, no, that was like remember the first stunner that that McMahon took. Got, he just he he ended up laying flat got, as a board. I think, got, I think he got hit in the balls beforehand. It's what I heard, and that's kind of messed up. The you know, I mean, that's what somebody had said that he saw him. You know, he hit his balls. I, I don't know. I, maybe I have to rewatch that segment, but I, I didn't so. think that. Um, I didn't think that he got hit in the balls, but like, still, like you just you. It was bad. You just it was bad. You crumble like bad. a chips ahoy cookie. It like was definitely bad. You just <laughs> Mick Foley was bad. cracking up. It was definitely, and that's bad. the only thing that I could do. Like, like if this is the last interaction that we get between this iconic. Moment, yeah. Of I don't what think we live through. For no second at all. This is tainted. Not one fucking second. It, it, it doesn't taint it. It doesn't taint it. However, however, 
when we think about Austin versus McMahon, blue collar versus boss. he's always taking bad stunners. It doesn't knock it at all to me. I, I get sometimes I, he's sometimes he's taking good stunners, but this was the worst stunner. stunner. It was this is it, the worst it, stunner. I've seen but Byron Saxton took a look what happened to Rick Boone. That shit better than you know, the rock. Things happen to me, but Austin Theory sold the fuck out of the stunner the way that a Dolph Ziggler would or a rock hated it. Hated it. I hate Austin I didn't see Byron Saxon because by the time we, Mike and I were on a mission to do something. But I, I'll say this, that um, Austin Theory sold his stunner well, but he oversold it, if that makes sense. I like he, that. I no, like he, the first bump, the first the one where he jumped and they yeah. landed, I thought yeah. that was great. But then he did this other thing where he flipped a little also. And, and oh, I, I didn't I, see that part from that. Yeah, if you look at it, he did like three different cells. And I'm like, after the first one, you did a great job. So what was the point of the other ones? Right, you look but I guess, I guess I can't shit on that segment too much because Austin laughed. And one of those things where it's like, so bad <laughs> that it's so good. Right and, and like even walking back, you guys were rate you guys were rating that vicinity, and Austin slips, and he just turns around and he looks and he laughs like it's so bad that it's yeah. so good, and it's That's one of why. those things. So I guess I got to take it in that sense. But for me, watching, watching as a general fan, sometimes I like to take myself when when those segments are are on, and it's a nostalgic factor. I try to take my fandom out of it and just try to do a general you sense. Should. And a general sense is I didn't like it. But from a fan perspective of professional wrestling, I thought it was needed for, for Austin to go out one more time like that to, 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 to screw his former boss. Yeah. And I thought it was cool. But the fact that Austin, I think that the most important thing and the most enjoyable thing as a fan is to see Austin come back after 19 years mm-hmm. and have fun. And, and that's and that's the, and that's that is and, what and counts that's, because that's why people like Cowboy Brock so much because it looks like for somebody who's having fun. series, he's, he's having yep. a lot of fun. And Austin, not for nothing, especially Sunday, you know, Saturday too, but especially Sunday, looked like he was just having a Way ball fun. out there. Look at this. How can you not laugh at this? And that, that was, was amazing. Was that was funny. And one thing I forgot. That was if, funny. If you want to talk about WrestleMania interests, and I'm not talking about the actual interest, gotcha. I'm talking about the pop of the WrestleMania interest. A lot of wrestlers, thank God for it because it's 2022, so it's not easy, got a tremendous pop. But of course, Austin's pop was out of this world, right? But one pop that I forgot to talk about because let's be real, he, he, he and I said it, I think I was arguing with some ham and egg there. Vincent Mann's pop was incredible because nobody was expecting to see him, right? Because you never expected him to come yeah. out. And he came out, walked to the ring, and when no chance in hell comes, Everybody's playing it, and you have some of your Vince Man haters. But I'm telling you, like that, it doesn't matter, right? Without Vince Man, I would have not had night one. I would not have night two. It would have been. I would have had Revolution earlier this year. Where the hell pay per view was? All of that is because of Vince Man. You're always going to get Revolution is in your hometown. Whatever. No matter what it was, right? Always give that credit to Vince Man. So he wants to come out there and botch a stutter. He can go out there and botch a fucking stutter because I would not be. It's just whatever. Yep, I didn't agree. like I didn't like him beating up Pat McAfee like that, but I bet Pat McAfee didn't care. Didn't give a shit. And he always says, "I'm living my." I'm sorry. Dream. What is what is it? Where it look like he look he care right here? This is caring. This is caring, and um, and the fact that the camera pans to him. I'm gonna move on to this because I be talking about Austin, so just go right there. Okay, that is night one. Phenomenal. The, the bullshit that came out, and I'm gonna say this, this is why I say death to dirt sheets. And and, and, and and somebody put the camera in my face, please. Thank you. Fuck, and I'm going to say this, wrestling fans. Death to dirt sheets. 
the bullshit, the, the hypocrisy, the blatant lies that was told about Ronda Rousey not being in the main event. It's it's why I say wrestling fans. Oh, that was together. terrible. That was one of the worst things okay. I've seen. Why? Well, why would you be mad about that? I can't see you guys. I'm going to have to your camera. But you were talking. Threw me off. Um, Sorry. <laughs> no, threw me off. All right. So with that being said, I didn't expect Austin to wrestle. We expect Austin to come out there and beat his ass. Let's be real. The fact that he had a match. I'm so you understand where I'm coming from, guys. It's two nights. The crowd is insane. The stadium's fucking beautiful. I I don't know why I got a hundred. I kept we all kept thinking a hundred thousand in the stadium, but you know, just the the seventy seven thousand. It was about seventy seven and seventy seven thousand. Yeah, seventy eight thousand people nights. both nights. 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 So that's a hundred and you know more than one hundred and forty thousand, fourteen thousand fans there. One hundred more, one hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, this is this is insane, right? So to see all of this, to see this match, to see Austin Russell, 22 beers, my man said he jumped in the whole entire match. What's going on? Okay. I loved every bit of it. I loved it. I historically am not an Austin fan at all. And I found myself coming out. I can't, I keep my true self. I was going for Kevin Owens all the way. I went to my Kevin Owens Mania shirt, which again, Dyson, and I went to the state and had nothing I wanted. Nothing I wanted was there. Um, all of it. I loved it. I thought Kevin Owens. Sorry, all that shit's on sale today. Yeah. Oh, uh, Kevin Owens did a great job. And I, I tell you some of that shit off air. I mean, I got the money <laughs> to, to do it. Uh, but Kevin Owens did a great job. And anybody says, oh, Kevin Owens resigned for this. I'm sorry. It's, it, it's like a consultant saying I'm still in Slender, maybe a little bit, but he, you know, you want Dynamite? Rampage? Tony Khan? Or you want main event against Austin? Kevin Owens made the right decision by resigning. It was an easy choice. It was a super easy choice. So we kind of spoke about Austin and everything else. I'm going to move on past that as well, guys, for, for the sake of time. Okay? Um, and we will get into these three matches that, to me, stole the show. All three of them. Okay? And I'm going to start with this right here. Bianca Belair and Becky Lynch. Can I say, arguably, one of my favorite interests of all time was 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 Bianca Belair? Of Amazing. all time. That, that that band both, coming both out. Interests. That band, I got that. I got the video for that. I posted on our on UPR. I know Jack's waiting for me in, in our talk tick. Um, absolutely love Bianca Belair's performance. I love this match. People said it was match of the weekend. People people said it was match of the weekend. Arguably, right? Arguably, match of the weekend. These two girls dance really good together, and it's because to me, Becky Lynch elevates Bianca Belair. To me. She elevates her. She makes her look as important as WWE wants her to look. Becky sells her. And she it's just amazing. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm going to start with you, Z. Um, your thoughts on this match, the winner, and your new champion, Bianca Belair. We got three black women champions at one time. Uh, I loved it. I love the match. It, it's it's my second or third for match of the weekend. I'll just tell you that part right there. Go ahead, Dex. Um, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely in my top, top three, four. Um, it, it, at this point in time, there's something that is undeniable about Bianca Belair. And I think that at this point in time, I think that at this point of time, from last year's WrestleMania to this year's WrestleMania, that is something that is undeniable about Bianca Belair that is better than Sasha Banks. I said it. I said it. Say it one more time. There is something. There is something about Bianca Belair that makes her more marketable and makes her more desirable at Mania than Sasha Banks. 
I'm a piggyback. And I'm not. I'm a not blind tag. It's just a blind tag. I think that's because remember I talked about Sasha Banks a few weeks ago, and I said I had a hard time believing that what I saw was who the person was. When I look at Bianca Belair, that's her. It looks like that's her to me, and that works for people. Go ahead. Um, and that goes back to the the evil um episode with Sasha, because <laughs> she didn't really step into her own until she she got full heel with the boss persona as mm -hmm. opposed to face with the boss persona because as a boss you don't want to be liked you want to be you want to be respected and feared and as a heel that's what you're supposed to be as the boss uh but the face the face boss doesn't do anything for me however the face bianca does everything it's supposed to do and that's and mainly we don't know what a, a heel bianca would look yeah. like and we don't want to know with it what it looks like right now because her you face never, isn't you may stale never see yet. that. You may never see her that. face isn't stale yet. You may so never see that. Don't don't I'm being you know, honest. So, yeah, the, I, she could be but, the female Cena. But she could. She could. But at this juncture, I get I got a little bit more excited for Bianca, even though I knew there was a strong possibility that she would beat her because the payoff would be so much better. She hasn't gotten an actual one-on-one true match with 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 Becky since SummerSlam I and and the build up to that is to yeah, make sure you like it's the oldest story in the book when you're talking about pro wrestling right the the heel the right, heel goes right. on and avoids right. avoids avoids you throws right. everything the antagonist versus the antagonist cowboys and antagonists Antagonist, protagonist. 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 You, that's why y'all. That's why y'all here, man. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it, it's why you want you want fans to get behind somebody because they've been getting dicked around so long that they deserve to get this person the ass whooping that they deserve. So um, I saw nothing wrong with the actual match itself. I thought it was great. I thought the action was good. I thought the pace was good. Um, the only thing was Bianca caught she she caught a good licking um, off that flip that that uh, right to Becky took. I saw that from my angle. And she I took it like a champ. Feet. Yeah, right to the fucking mush. She took it like a champ, and Bianca did a before how she looked with a black eye was damn near swollen shut. Put her makeup on and then saw what she looked afterwards. So maybe that's what we'll see on Raw, unless the ice didn't work. Um, but I thought it was great. I, I it. Possibly could be the best storytelling match of the night. She was a hero um, all the way up to her last four or five months in the next Didn't match. feel like it to me. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. it didn't feel yeah. like it to me. I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big feed. Yeah, she was. Right? I remember that. Just, okay. I'm, I'm, okay. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. Yep. I'm not, I know. I, know you're not, I, I get it. To, I, when I he said that, yeah, I got it now. But yeah, I think that I, as far if we're going to talk about storytelling in a match, is storytelling and action. I thought this was. I mean, this was the greatest match. It was kind of reminded me kind of like Jay Cargill's current run. Uh, Bianca Bear's heel run okay. in NXT. All right, everybody's coming at me now. Okay, I got you. <laughs> That's what I'm going on, Dennis. But um, I see what you're saying because I always uh, reference Bianca Belair as this version, WWE's version now of John Cena. They yeah. want her wow, to be John really? Cena. Really? And I, I've okay. said it. I've been saying it for years. <laughs> I said that every time the Street Profits gets moved to Raw SmackDown, it's not about Street Profits. It's, it's about, about Bianca Belair. She got because they husband. want Montez to stay yeah. with Bianca, and Bianca yeah. is they the person they want to market. When you look. I'll tell you this. I went to Superstar <laughs> Access for the Call first that, time that. this past weekend. First time. Ron and I were sitting there watching the Superstar entrances. We were walking around looking like people, um, looking at people. A lot of people were dressed up. All the wrestlers, that's what they do. That's what nerds do. But when you see the little kids, a lot of women, no matter what color they are, 
Come on. Speak dresses up. I'm about up to go there. As Bianca Belair. I'm about to go there. She is so freaking marketable Over. that the only person that I've seen anything like it with is John, John Cena. Cena. So it's amazing you said that because that's what I feel like they are trying to do with Bianca. And if you look at her, she has the look, right? She don't use the braid that much. It's all about swinging. But mm-hmm. she has the look, the strength, the physical athlete. Because Everything. you sit here and said, I don't see it in Sasha Banks. Even though we see a lot in Sasha Banks. But yeah. what people don't understand is, even though Sasha Banks has been in the business for so much longer than Bianca Miller, Bianca's actually older. Mm-hmm. She's two years older than, uh, than yeah. Sasha Banks. But Bianca yeah. is the future. They want to market her as that, and she's going to do it. When she came out, she's the only person that could turn Becky Hill. Right? Shout the only person. Shout out to everything you said. I think, I'm not sure who has that picture. I'm not sure if it's technician or bad guy Jack. You mentioned this is why I wanted to, you know, my, you know I, I'm going to forget shit. I remember how I am. I love the kids. And my kids wasn't there. So every kid I saw, I felt like I had to give them love. Because I, I, I ain't going to lie. I'm almost in tears right now because I miss my kids doing this whole fucking trip. And I only think I said it one time. I, I, I My kids are amazing to me. I, I'm actually, I can't hold back. I, can't, I love my kids. So we saw that little white girl, remember, that had the Bianca braid. And Dice, you know this person, how I hate it when my daughter wanted the fucking frozen, <laughs> the blonde ponytail, right? And that little white girl had the Bianca Belair fucking ponytail. Like, that's insane to me. You know what I mean? Bianca is the shit. Shout out to my kids, yo. I, I fucking love them. And and I'm going to get on you, George. George, I'm going to get on you. And I'm going to get on every fucking body. Like I said I didn't want to see this match. I thought the bill was fucking horrible. I thought it did a shitty job. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I may be biased. Fuck you. I personally thought this was the best fucking female match of the night of any true. Listen, don't walk the fuck. There's your one. You got to hear you, me, Before you go there, can you I add one shout out? We have one shout out while I'm thinking about it. Shout out to this guy. For, oh, he got his one. I just realized. He got his one. <laughs> he got his one. Shout out to this guy. Uh, you want to talk about openings. Uh, shout out to this guy for delivering a powerful opening night one and night oh, two. Oh, that was great. Media. Mark Wahlberg. Mark. All right, go ahead. Listen. I'm gonna tell you why, Dice. And I know, and I said this, and honestly, when I say this, I had no one disagree with me. From a lock move standpoint, technician wrestling style. Y'all forget that Ronda Rousey is a professional fighter. I don't give a fuck. I don't hear about all the either, even I made fun of the whole how she got her ass whooped by these girls lately. But she was beating bitches in Instagrams. She's legitimately a badass. Legitimately a badass. Every hole was countered by, I felt like I was watching Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. As far as, or or Benoit and Malenko. Because every single move from an ankle lock was turned into a leg lock. Turned into a headlock. Turned into an arm bar. From an arm bar to a power bomb. This match was technically a fucking amazing to me. I get entertaining wise, it wasn't Bianca and Sasha. I mean Bianca and 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 Becky. That's Bianca and, and, and Becky, right? Charlotte was fighting a one-legged horse, in my opinion, in this match. And they absolutely, to me, put a phenomenal fucking match on. And what shocked me, I know people didn't like to finish. He's on the phone doing business. So he's gonna say it later. He hated the finish. He looked at me and said, Mike, oh, I thought this was he said, Mike, I hated it. I was like in shock out of my mind that she won this fucking match. And I'm sorry. I think that she deserved to win it. Maybe not. 
But then, honestly, from where I stood, I couldn't see Ronda Rousey win that match because I thought it was I, I didn't like the build. I didn't like the build. And, and then no one got tapped out. She got one, two, three. Clean. She lost clean pretty much. And I, and, I, and I did say I'd have loved to have seen her do the king from WrestleMania 14, three. You know, one, two, three. Like, come up at the end. Like, you pit me, but damn, it was hard. You know what I mean? I just missed it by half a second. I love this match. I, and I'm going to be short because I only got it here in like 15 minutes. Um, so I love this match. Dice, you walked away. Speak on it. Hated it. And I hope Never. that I hope that this trans I hope that this trans translate when you watch this on TV. It was terrible. It was terrible. I don't know if it was the camera angles different from what you saw live, but it was bad. It was not. These two women do not. I said this last week. They have no chemistry. One is the alpha. One is the omega. They do not know when to give and when to take. And it it, it transpired on. Russell, it, it transpired at WrestleMania. It was really bad. Looking at looking back at that match, off my first reaction, I did not enjoy it at all. I thought that the the I thought that the the wrong woman won, and I thought that the fashion that the wrong woman won was bullshit. If you were going to tell me that Charlotte won, it shouldn't have been like that at WrestleMania. She's, she's won matches like that with the big boot. That that's fine, but and that's against for the not me. Against a, a, against a Ronda Rousey, uh, against a Ronda Rousey, it made Ronda's character look weak. I don't think because so. Because she, she survived. She, she survived a lot better than that. But she that match. You mean to tell me? She got hit with the belt. She got it was it, it was a lot of dirty antics. Although it was a clean win that she did to get there. Please say okay, okay for the people. Please and tell I, me I, the worst. I gotta, I gotta shut up because we don't keep talking. So go. <laughs> please tell me the worst Charlotte Flair match that you ever seen. Who said something about my girls' matches? Are you asking me? I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. I'm please tell me off the top of your dome the worst Charlotte Flair match you ever seen. Her and Tony Storm. I rest my case. Anyway, there was not going to be a, a a bad match in in your eyes to that woman that you hailed as the greatest women's wrestler of all the times. No, I'm not such a thing. But this was pretty. I really want you to. I really want you to watch this on. I, I, I have to. I need you to watch. I have to. And again, because it's, I'm watching it's, it from one camera. It's not a good angle, match, but I'm watching it from one angle, not even a camera, this, right? So the yeah. angle in which I set tenth row, I saw lock, lock, you know, masterpiece. And I just didn't. I didn't. I, the smoothness of the match wasn't really good. Okay. The fluidity of the match was not good. I think y'all all the biased. execution. Like, the execution of the match was not good at all. Some of those moves look very, very wonky. They look like, especially Ronda, like she was counting her steps. You could visually tell that Charlotte, she wasn't with the way that Ronda was moving at the pace that she was. Yeah, it's just it was small. To, you know, you it's, have it's small, intricate things. Hard hitting matches, right? You know, you have matches that are just stiff matches. Some I matches get it. are actually booked that be that way. It's not just them not. And I, everything you said about this leading up, even you said they wasn't dancing right together. I feel you. I didn't feel it either until uh, it was. That match to me sort of for me. And I don't want to cut you off, bro. I okay. promise I don't. No, no, no. You, you're uh, fine. You're fine. I, you're move, fine. I want to move through. So, is that a good consultant? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm actually watching it back for the first time. This, uh, okay, yeah. I can't. This... I started. I went to sleep. So, I turned it off. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, it, 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 I would say this. Not for nothing. Facts, opinion, so, eat a dick. 
And, and not for nothing, let me tell you something. The, the, and somebody said this to me. They sent me a message. They said, hey, bro, you need to see this production value of WrestleMania. And I'm just watching Shinsuke come out. My God. I mean, uh, like WWE knows, like, anything. You They blow it out the water. It's amazing to me. Uh, as far as this match is concerned, Charlotte versus Ronda, I told you I wasn't a fan of the ending. Um, the match itself I thought was fine. Uh was as good as I thought it would be, but I thought the match was fine. And the, the ending was just a little too quick for me. It, it, it was a little anticlimactic. That was my only problem with the ending. The fact it was a big boot, no. Maybe it was the referee a little bit. Shout out to Technician. But I, I just was not feeling it. Uh, but it was it was fine. It did what I do. The only reason I come, I didn't like it is because Charlotte Patley whooped Ronda's ass the entire feud that they've had yes, since World Rumble. <laughs> so for her to win at the end, I don't think it physically makes Ronda look bad because Ronda is still going to be Ronda Rousey. It's like Brock Lesnar who lost to Roman Reigns cleanly, right? But he's still Roman, I mean, uh, Brock fucking Lesnar. He can come back and challenge. And Ronda Rousey will be fine. I just think it made her character overall look like, hey, I am just like really, Charlotte has my number and everything. But Charlotte's going to end up dropping a Ronda. I, I, I guarantee. And I agree. I that's the thing. And that's why I'm not mad about no outcome at this mania especially this right here when it comes down to the biggest WrestleMania main event of all time as my tribal chief was acknowledged. The ones were up. The people sucked his nuts because they should have been sucking them for five years. I mean, Dave, you're, you were watching this on the cock. So you should have been hanging on to him because right here, which I was right there, like literally like, not that side. If the camera picture was reversed, I was like right there. Okay. At this man holding up both those titles. And I'm going to say this. I don't think these two have ever really, really, really had a bad match. I know people say that. I know people say that. I know they, the only thing in this match that wasn't good was he did the Undertaker, which I told you before, I love the, the, the extra momentum between the ropes and he hit him. He did the spear from like the back or the side. Other than that, I love everything about this match and the fact that he beat him clean. He beat Brock clean. Somebody said, oh, no, he did. He did this. He cheated with the nut shot in the belt. Well, didn't Brock kick out of the nut shots in the belt? Did he? he did. So, therefore, when he pinned him later, it was clean. Your winner, your tribal chief. The fact that every fan in that building, I got everything I wanted from Mania. I'm going to go to you, Executive Consultant, and D, you finish it off, and then we're going to go to our best matches, best entrances, and get up out of here. Go ahead, Executive Consultant. If you can keep it short, I'm Bob Pods. I'm going to keep it short very quick. Um, this match was pretty good. Uh, not a barn burner like I wanted to be, not as physical I wanted to be, but I'm part of that probably is because Roman got hurt during the match. The one thing that I want to say is, one, Roman and Brock have had bad matches, but uh, one, uh, one thing, and you're going to hate this, Mike. I'm sorry. reason I respect Brock Lesnar is, because he knows how to do business. And what I mean by that is he went out there, he took a clean loss to uh, the Roman Reigns. And when he took that loss, he once again sold the spear, stayed down, let Roman have his moment, right? Charlotte Flair still doesn't know how to do that. Until I see her do that, I have a big issue with that. When she loses, she always does that little thing you talk about with Kane, where she kicks out at three or something like she that. Does. And she does. And she always looks like, and she never seen, I agree. She, yeah, I, I, I don't know what kind of contract she has that she doesn't have to <laughs> sell people. That ass, you're dead ass. I can't. I can't, it's the only thing. I'm a big fan of Charlotte Flair. Not like you, but I'm a big fan of Charlotte Flair. I marked out when she came out. I love her. But I hate the fact that she always does that shit. That shit always bothers Like, come on, put somebody else over besides I the agree. fact they get the honor of just doing a surprise roll-up with you or something like that because yeah. that's the only way you can lose. Stay down for once, you know? So, But this match did what it had to do. They, the fans were on their feet for this when they came, these two came out. These are two of your still biggest superstars in wrestling today. 
nothing else about it. I'm gonna need to say, go ahead, Z. Um, I thought the match was good. Um, it didn't give me everything that I wanted. I, I, I would, I would wish that uh, Roman would have seemed to get dominated to the point where the Usos would need to come out and help a little bit. I thought that's where it was going with the fact that we started the show off with the mm-hmm. Usos. Um, but I, I thought it was great. Uh, and once you once you look back on the replay uh, from what we got to see at home, you'll see that final that final interaction between them where he has the Kimura lock, and he's got that thing wrenched in. And once he once he lets it, well, the little tidbit is Paul Heyman takes his three fingers and pushes the rope, and Roman grabs it. Right? I don't know if you guys got got to saw that, see that. I didn't see that. And then afterwards, they pan to the camera behind Paul Heyman's shoulder, and he says, "It's out." His shoulder. His fun. shoulder. His shoulder popped out. Yeah. But the problem, okay, his shoulder more, is out. more Brock. But more Brock. More Brock shooting too hard, in my opinion. The pictures are showing that there's like a muscle that's torn. So maybe there's a torn muscle, and his shoulders popped out of place. I thought it was cool that he yanked the rope and popped the shit back in place. But you could clearly tell when he tried to lift up the, the belt belts. with his he left could. hand, he could he had trouble, and him screaming out was definitely in pain. Um, I thought the match was good, it gave me excitement. It was I, I just didn't want it to be Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar all over again. Because once it Brock was. got speared against that that barricade, I said, Oh shit, this is about to, this is about to be over with real quick. I was still left at the engine at the edge of my seat, and I loved it. Um, I, I think that it, you guys probably didn't see it and I didn't see it at first until I watched back, but Brock reaches his arm over under Roman's neck to like tap him to see if he's okay, which is really cool. And it shows how much Brock actually cares about this business and he cares about his opponent's success because we haven't heard those type of stories about somebody like a Brock Lesnar. We've heard it uh, uh, with guys like, Triple H and, and Taker and Shawn Michaels and Rock who, who check on their opponents with these type of issues and he knew that there was something wrong and he just kind of gave him a little tap on the nape of the neck and to let him know and Roman kind of like yeah and then he rolled over to celebrate I thought that was a really good sense of class with Roman and I, I love the match I love them 100% uh, you can't tell me Right here is why Elvis, this is the show for the intelligent wrestling fan. And I've never said this to you. That's exactly the consultant's job. I'm beginning to think you're not intelligent. <laughs> okay. Because Macho Man Savage and Ricky Steamboat, arguably said one of the best WrestleMania matches of all time, was 13 minutes. We did it last week. It was like 13, 26, or some shit like that. So the matches, the, the match doesn't determine how long it is and determine if it's great or not. If you didn't like it, that's fine. But you can't say you don't like it because it was 13 minutes. That's just not smart. And I apologize to my Ayatollahs and Rock and Rollers social media icon, Mr. King Vaughn Jr. 720 on the Twitter, holding me down in this network down as always. I see you backstage, brother. I won't get to the weekend wrestling this week. All right. But I, I apologize for that to you as well. Still love you. Appreciate all you do. All right. With that being said, we got about 10, less than 10 minutes left. Get the fuck out of here. Favorite match is where I want to go first and then entrances. Okay. Because I think the entrances were better than, than some of the matches. Because again, that's all I saw. Uh, match of the night, match of the weekend for me. And I like how earlier in the show, as the consultant, you asked, is it the match you saw in the ring or the match you're entertained by? For me, 
this is all that matters because it's my opinion like when you have your chance and you have your chance and you guys have yours to comment below and let us know what's your favorite match it shocked me it surprised me and because of that everything about this match to me was the match of the weekend the way y'all marked out from bad bunny i hate logan paul and now i want to see him more i really do i think I, it was so surprising to see the Mysterios. And I, I get it. It may not. It was the entertainment. Wrestling is entertainment, people. Sorry, point blank. I was highly entertained by that match. That's my favorite match of the weekend, despite Bianca, despite, you know, I'm not, I'm saying those other matches shouldn't be, right? Just for me, entertainment wise, that was my favorite match of the entire weekend, along with Bianca and um, Becky Lynch, to be honest. Um, if I got to go from a wrestling standpoint, it would be Bianca and, and, and big time bets for entertainment. I'm going with the tag team match of Logan Paul, Miz and the Mysterios for me. Dice, what you got? Um, for me personally, it is, um, if, if we're talking, cause I, I always, I always think that there's, you know, when we have these big shows, there's always one pure wrestling match. Um, I think the best pure wrestling match was AJ versus edge. Um, however, I think the best overall match was Bianca versus Becky. Uh, it kept me at the edge of my seat. I didn't know who I wanted to vote for. Um, and multiple times throughout the match, I wanted Becky to win. Multiple times throughout the match, I wanted B- Bel Air to win. And once Bel Air won, I wasn't upset at all. And I you think that I once you're not it. upset <laughs> about a winner, you truly enjoy the match. And I, I truly enjoy that match because it it it's good to see that, you know, another four horse woman has put somebody else over her. Right. Cause we don't get that um, a lot. We Charlotte's don't get it next. a lot. Charlotte's next. Charlotte's yeah, gonna Char- lose to Bianca she has Belair. to be that. <laughs> but that, that for me, those were, she has no problem losing to Bianca. Either. She has no problem losing. I'm hoping that'll be the first one that she actually stays down for more than a three count. Um, yeah, I want to say that. my girl doesn't do that. She yeah. I, for that. I'm going to get here. You know me, I got to do honorable mention and honorable mention. I want to do. Fine. That's fine. Yeah, the honorable mention that I want to do because, like I said, it wasn't a bad match on the card. Uh, it's definitely the one you picked. Like I thought this match was just phenomenal. But I also want to throw out a caveat and say the most entertaining match of the people or the sleeper match of the weekend, in my opinion. Sleeper match. Nobody talks about it. But it was an entertaining match. It's actually Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn. Uh, it was very funny. It was very funny. It did not go too long. It kept it moving. I thought it was very good. But my match tonight, shout out to Zeke. Bianca Belair and Becky I'm sorry. Lynch. Not the not the cattle prod to the nuts doing that match. I'm sorry. It was, it was a taser, but still. You took that to the nuts, but yeah. The and joke think, is that Mark Henry's son was the big hand. Yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke, right? That was a joke. And we knew everything was going to happen as far as Wee Man coming out and the whole jackass crew coming out. We knew that was going to be there. And again, as you said earlier, as I get consultant. Um, shout out to uh, actually, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. I should have. Okay, another honorable mention. No, it's not an honorable mission. It's not Becky and Bianca to me. It's okay, actually, we don't, you know what? I forgot about it because I didn't have the picture. Okay. It because it was, I I had them all. it was vacant. So Cody Rhodes versus oh, Seth Rollins actually is my uh, uh, match of the weekend. I thought it was very well done. This is a good solid, solid number two. Solid number two. But let me, here's, here's what I want to talk about WrestleMania real quick before we go to interests because we got to go to Rawls and I miss. I actually want to watch it live for once. Um, it wasn't a bad, it really wasn't any bad matches on the card. It was like 15 matches. All of them did what they had to do as far as from an entertainment purposes in there. Even Austin KO, it, is, it wasn't a good match by any means of the imagination, but it did exactly what it had to do. Austin did a lot more than I thought he was going to do. So shout out to everything. I mean, just AW, I'm sorry. Until you have a WrestleMania, <laughs> like AW, 
You know what I'm saying? You could go out there and put on eight five-star matches, according to Dave Messel. You could put in eight five-star matches until you have a WrestleMania and that production that they put on, because this was the first WrestleMania that actually felt like a real, real big-time feel WrestleMania in quite some times. No fifth to 37, no fifth to 36, but and 35. This was it, and I loved everything about it. Let's talk about some entrances. Entrances of the night for me. Um, I'm going to piggyback off you with the honorable mentions. I, I played the video. It was it was Naomi and Tasha Banks. I'm Huge sorry to see. I didn't see the production from the TV side. I only saw the laser light show inside, and it was fucking awesome, right? It really was. Um, honorable mention to Pat McAfee's entrance, and not because the entrance was so great, just the crowd interaction was fucking amazing. Oh, 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 that shit was live. That shit was, how would Vic would say, man, that shit was great. It was for this generation, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm sorry, shout out to myself. Hey, hey, Summer Rain. Somebody put in her post, the best part about that picture is Mike Knox in the back, pulling up the ones. Right? <laughs> but my favorite interest of the nights belong to two people. Cody Rhodes. I loved it. No, I'm sorry. I apologize, Cody. I apologize, Cody. I'm wrong. It was actually the Miz and fucking Logan Paul. DJ, you know how much I love Pyro. I've never seen a f- it was like Dr. Strange came out and did the little circle shit. Because <laughs> it was like a circle of fucking pyro. They were in the middle, and the pyro was above them on the side. I was like, oh my God, this is fucking insane. Right, taking nothing from the edge, who I love his interest, taking nothing from fucking answer, taking nothing from Bobby Lassie. But hands down, I think Micah uh King Vaughn told me earlier, I think it was she said Texas AM's ban or whatever he said. I can't I forget if I'm wrong, I apologize. Bianca, no, it wasn't Texas AM. It was like B- B- Southern B- Texas or some Southern Texas like Southern, that. thank you. Texas Southern's ban. We talked about him earlier. John Cena. Remember, we talked about top five interests. It was Cena S. When he had the choir. Yeah, no, when he had the fucking band in my and in, 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 oh, in Orlando. Okay, okay. Loved it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna shut up because we got to the seat before I go. But go ahead, uh take a look at Entrances was great. Um, shout out honorable mention to the Mysterio's entrance because it was good to see him have Pyro again. I always wonder why they never gave Ray back his pyro and he jumped up. So him doing that with Dominic, who looked legitimately like excited to be there. Um, uh, so I, I I really did enjoy those. Uh, Logan Paul has some banger music. Uh, I got to give his interest some sex, uh, shout out. I really love Becky Lynch's. Uh, her little intro thing that she did where it was, it was like WWE esque, I thought was, just it was fantastic. Amazing. And she looked like a million bucks coming out amazing. there. Bianca's was very good. It's hard. And like I said, once again, whenever you do this, a shout out to uh, UPR's newest uh, member, um, Christopher Platt, who's uh, going to be our new host of UPR Top Five on uh, every other Thursdays. This woman doing modern interests, but I always say when I do these top fives, like you can ask me one thing today and I'll tell you this answer, and then tomorrow it might be something. It different. might fucking. So change. right now, right now, my number one, and like I said tomorrow will be something different. It's going to be Cody Rhodes. I thought his interest was phenomenal and fantastic. <laughs> Follow quickly. Actually, some frogs had a great one too, but I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes. I thought it was great. I thought he had the best interest tonight. But once again, tomorrow it might be Roman Reigns because even though Roman Reigns is still the same. It's still Roman fucking Reigns, and the way we all put our ones up is amazing. The way so. we put them ones up, yo, was fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dice. Uh, I'm going to go with um, ranking them. I'm going to go. I think Edge had the best entrance of the night. 
Um, it was something new. It was something say, fresh. Say you're biased like me, but it was great. I, I'm, I'm no, no. I'm I, I, I just I'm fucking with you, bro. I'm fucking with you. I just thought it was different. It was fresh. It was something we haven't seen before from somebody we've seen in so many different manias, mm-hmm. and it was great. And it has so much symbolism behind it. It did. Um, number two, I would go with Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, because for him to do the AEW style entrance, yeah, and and the 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 raising up, I think raising up at when you're anticipated is one of the best interests that you can do. Um, and then number three, I, I would have to go with, um, I, I would have to go with uh, Becky because I just thought it was you know big time Beck's persona. You got the fucking SUV coming out and you got to do a haircut after you just got your shit snipped. Oh, on Monday, that haircut was fucking she looks fire. Good, yeah, she looks good. Speaking of fire, she looks good, and I'm I'm I like it. I like it a lot. I thought the interest was great. Hang tight, hang tight, people. We got three minutes for this to go, and I apologize. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to my horrible voice this past weekend, uh, or giving to you guys right live right now. You're goddamn right. It's your boy, Mike Knox. I absolutely. This is my favorite <laughs> WrestleMania of all time. It's my favorite. Shout out to Sasha's interests, too, because I yeah. forgot about that. Absolutely. Her no, I said it. I said it at the beginning. That was my momentum. My oh, you know minutes. what you did? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I absolutely. I always tell you nothing compares to 28 because it was my first WrestleMania. Then I asked Bad Guy Jack his first. He said, no, it still wasn't for him, but he loved it. But, you know, for me, sitting where I sat, being in my element, Bad Guy Jack acknowledging some things that my wife always acknowledges when he says, I loved watching Mike work the room. Shout out to executive consultant because he always tells somebody, if you start us off, I carry us. And I saw he acted. And then I realized, once you have four seats, you can do anything. Oh my God, night two, I was around that whole, like, he would go see all his friends. He's, he's up in the 100s, 200s. I'm like, I'm not seeing you motherfuckers. You want to come down? Come see me. I'm on the floor. And I'm walking to every fucking body. I'm, I was wondering everything. how the hell you got a picture from Vinny Curry and he was behind yeah, the commentators. Everybody, every, we had a whole conversation. <laughs> we had a whole damn conversation. I said, bro, if I could buy you a steak and a beer right now, I would buy it. You know how I told you that, <laughs> right? I loved everything. Shout out to WWE, right? And their staff for knowing me. Dice, you made me cry, and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm hardcore. This is me being honest with you guys right here. You moved me when you said, because you know how it's important for me to be acknowledged, and you know what I know that I started in podcasting. For you to have said, I'm glad, brother, for you to get what you've been. And I told Chris and him, I said, every time I've gone to Mania, I've tried too hard to be over. This time, I was just having fun, and they came to me. The only thing that sucked was them some bitches made me take my slammies back to the car. Did they really? They told me it was a weapons. Oh. And I had to take them back to the car because that gave me so much attention. And I'm mad I didn't bring all my jackets because my jackets is what got me over. Everybody knew the jackets. But with that being said, guys, we'll talk about my experiences again next week and on every Thursday show. Listen. Real quick, who, real quick. Who do yeah. we think was showing up tonight? We know Veer's coming. Who else? Uh, I don't give a shit. Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. Right, Oscar. Oscar. It's uh, time. It's so... Time. With that being said, guys, LA I wake up tomorrow morning. Mm, here you go. Mm-hmm. I love <laughs> me some me and don't love God. And I'm singing off key. And I wish I never met her before. Oh, that's what they got to tell you about the breakfast. We out of here, y'all. Everybody's got a price. Everybody's going to pay. There's a million dollar man. Always. It's like the illest posse cup right here, man. Sean Watts on the track. Zeus, down one. Who?